It's showtime. Okay, Tokyo, South America, Australia, France, Germany, UK, Africa. Here we go. Head on with Bob Kincaid. Three hours of conversation, cussing and a discussing with America's only born and bred Southern liberal talk host. Head on with Bob Kincaid is brought to you each night by Coal River Mountain Watch. Coal River Mountain Watch invites you to become part of the solution, part of a sustainable future, part of the uprising against mountaintop removal. Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net. And now, from high in the hills of beautiful West Bicod, Virginia, here's Bob Kincaid on the Head On Radio Network. Well, howdy. Here we go, off and running on this fourth day of January, 2023. This is The Horn. Head on .live is where you find us on the interweb tubes. That's where you go if you'd like to be part of the Mary Wacky Zany real-time madcap multimedia extravaganza that is The Horn chat room in the three hours in which this program is live, Monday through Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All time zones in between and the Great Globe Round and Whatever time it is when you're listening to the program via the podcast, wherever you get it, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, and of course, there's always TuneIn and their ExxonMobil ads. Yeah, kind of love that. Uh, hi, I'm Robin. However it is that you listen to the program, thank you for listening to the program and being part of this really amazing little community. Thank you so much. You're why this program exists. Uh, this is not, uh, it, it doesn't exist for anything except the community that that creates itself and sustains itself here. Um, please, however you do uh, listen to the uh, program, do us a favor. Do Brother Deacon a favor. Uh, Brother Deacon Asa a favor. Um, Brother Deacon Asa manages the website and the stream and all that and uh, he would greatly appreciate it wherever you're listening if you would pretty please comment, subscribe and in particular uh, leave some uh, leave some feedback um, like it's a, but leave some feedback because apparently the algorithms get terribly terribly lonely and if they uh, don't see commentary it's well, it's like the tree falling in the forest with no one there. You know, does it even exist? Does it make a sound? Um, so, uh, if you would do that, it would be most helpful. I'm trying to grow the program in this brand new year. And what a new year it is. And these these first few programs have been... You know, we're three programs into the new year, into 2023. 
and uh, we are privy to a something that can only be referred to as a zany affair as we watch the uh, hapless Keystone Cops Republican Party um, I swear you know every every time one of these idiots gets up to nominate either uh, one of the hardcore maggots or the uh, people nominating and renominating Kevers man of silly putty McCarthy there should be there should be there should be sound effects uh, there there should be you know, woo, you know little whistles uh, yakety sacks from uh, the Benny Hill show should play maybe the looney tunes theme yeah yeah um i said it would certainly be fitting and uh, well i think the republicans are getting a little testy because they're in a <laughs> This this is this is this is a this is like this is like unto the Republicans being caught in one of those Chinese finger puzzles and they're completely fucking baffled by it. That's delightful. We'll get into all of that, but I uh, don't want to get ahead of myself. Every program here at the Horn begins with gratitude, and uh, this program is no different. And so, consequently, we send out thanks to our subscribers for the fourth day of the month and. Uh, that means thank you, um, a big thank you uh, to Paul. Thank you, Paul, so very much. Um, thank you to Thomas. Thank you to Kim and Malin in New Jersey. Um, thank you to Cecilia. And thanks to the folks at Postal Weight Education Services. Thank you. And thank you to Ralph's. Thank you, Ralph, for jumping in today and getting our fundraising goal down to uh, 540 bucks. And I'm not kidding. We're facing we're facing financial crises, uh, really dread, dire financial crises, and need to fundraise for all we're worth. I'm sorry, it's like it is, but it is. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty awful. It's just everything, everything that comes in here goes to bills. It's, um, I don't want to go into the grim and gory details of it, but there are every bit of, oh Jesus, 2,500 or more dollars that I've got to come up with in the very short near future or truly disastrous things happen here. I know I've been talking like this for about a month or more, but that's how bad it has gotten in the last few months. So if we could meet that, if we could find that $540, that would be huge. And thank you, Ralphs, for knocking it as far down as you did today. Thank you so much, dear. Um, you can join in over at Patreon. You can uh, PayPal. There's a, the, the donation button is right there at headon.live. Um, there's the U.S. Postal Service to the Horn 
mailbox 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, PMB 318, Beckley, West Virginia 25801. And I assure you, this is not made up. This is the kind of stuff that absolutely devastates devastates people, losing things, having things taken away, and it's awful. Um, but nonetheless, we will get through this uh, this program. We'll get through because there's a lot of stuff to get through. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll start with... Uh, 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 you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, I mentioned Ralph's knocking things down. Uh, um, I'll include any present vote in my contribution, so for the fourth vote, I'll contribute $21. And so uh, Ralph's has been playing along. Uh, whatever the rebuke opponent gets in votes, I'll contribute. So the, thank you, Ralphs. Uh, Ralphs just came up with that on her own. Um, Twenty-one more dollars. Oh my! And then, and I had never heard of this little maggot, but there she is. Oh my God! Cat Kamek is bitching about Biden's open border policy, bringing in fentanyl. They don't even know the name of the drug. They are. They're they're just so so pathetically stupid, and then Cat Kamek was okay. Can I be Catty? Her name's Cat. Can I be Catty for a moment? Because uh, Joy and Ann Arbor and I have been being Catty this afternoon. Well, kind of kind of hard not to under the circumstances, but uh, um. Kat Kamek was running her mouth about, uh, I guess she suggested that uh, a lot of people on the Democratic side are just partying and drinking and, and, and getting loaded while those poor, hard-working Republicans are trying to save America. Yeah. The alcohol has been flowing, she said, on the Democratic side of the House. And there were a lot of people on the Democratic side of the House really pissed off at her over that. And, you know, women who live in glass houses should not throw Twinkies. I suggested to Joy that... uh, her dress looked like a semaphore flag. And I think it was the semaphore for sighted snacks, sank same. I know. That was horrible. But she was horrible first. So once you're horrible, once you get in the pigsty, don't complain about the quality of the mud there, cat. And, uh... It, by the way, when it, on another of the occasions when uh, uh, the maggots were 
renominating what's his fuck Donald. And that's their that's such a clever strategy. Hey we got a black guy in the in the Republican Party in the House too. We got see look at our black guy. We'll nominate him on the we'll nominate him for speaker from the Maggot Caucus. Now we're all even. But the goddess of irony watches Clanny Oakley ever so carefully. Uh, Lauren Bobblehead Boobert is uh, it, remember, I, I, and I had I had actually put it out of my mind until Joy in Ann Arbor ran, reminded me. Uh, former <clears throat> escort <clears throat> Lauren Bobblehead Boobert, you know that's another word for <clears throat> call girl. <clears throat> Which is another word for <clears throat> sex worker, <clears throat> which is another word for well, you know that that scene from that movie. Goodbye, brother Munson. Goodbye, whore. Nothing wrong with being a sex worker. Everything wrong with being a hypocrite. Uh, but she is she is firmly in the hands of the goddess of irony. And so the goddess of irony swapped swapped uh, swapped a preposition for her earlier today, as she was making her nominating speech. Um, she said, "And and we and and think about all the plans we have for what we want to do to the American people." I stopped in my tracks right there and went, "Oh, goddess." You're working OT today, aren't you? What we want to do to the American people. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Not four. Two. There I was thinking German prepositions were hard. There's Lauren Bobblehead Boobert, lifelong speaker of something resembling English. And well, oh, Doctor Freud, yeah, uh, What was that? Oh, her Freudian slip was showing plainly. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um, what we want to do to the American people, and of course, what they want to do to the American people is destroy Social Security, destroy, destroy Medicaid. Destroy Medicare. Destroy anything that benefits people who don't give them money. And then take the money and go, I don't know, play with it on Wall Street. Red, no, black. Oh, damn. Um, as far as music playing for Kevers, Man of Silly Putty, McCarthy... Uh, Stephen New York says, I'm thinking the Calliope music. Well, the Calliope music has been playing to the point that I, I can't uh, can't get it really out of my uh, out of my little noggin. It's kind of well even though it's not Monday this is what it's been like inside my brain for the last two days. 
and frankly, if there's hot, if I've got, a, if I, if I happen to run audio of uh, uh, any of these speech Republican speechifiers, that's going to be the background music. Remember how we took when we were doing uh, uh, Robin's creepy sugar daddy story time, and we played the theme from a summer place underneath it. Well, this is going to be this is going to this is going to be what's going to play under anything said by a by a Republican. By the way, the House is in adjournment right now. They're in adjournment. Thank you, Ralphs, until 8 p.m. Eastern time, because they are going today. They're going to ramp up the humiliation of Kevin McCarthy. And great heavenly days. I hope it doesn't hurt too little. Because we have, we, we really have, I've referred to it previously, but we've, we've reached Greek tragedy levels in this uh, ongoing farce. At some point, somebody's going to look at Kevers and say, by the way, your, your, your real name's Oedipus and you fucked your mother. Ah! The best comment today, Flavio says, um... Uh, Will there be a white? Will there be white smoke coming out of the Capitol once we have a speaker? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be so flippant. That's a great line, Flavio. Who said that? Um, because I'm watching over on. I'm watching over on C-SPAN just to avoid the commercials and whatnot, and I don't want to. But that's that that's that's quality. And so I guess they will reconvene at eight PM. Do I have that right, Ralphs? Um and you know we are we are tantalizingly close. And I think Kevers knows it and the maggots know it. And the the feedum carcass knows it, you know, that gang that picks their teeth with their toenail clippings. Um, all we have to do, we don't, they, they don't have to vote for Hakeem Jeffries. All we have to do is, and, and, and again, this is, you know, the ancient Greek parable about the philosopher seeking one just man all we got to do is find like five or six Republicans and say listen bud all you got to do is say you don't like Kevin and you don't like whoever it is that the the weirdos are putting up just vote present because present votes don't count in the tally of the votes for speaker if we got seven present votes, Hakeem Jeffries will be Speaker of the House. I mean, there's already one present vote. It's uh, some some woman from Indiana. I can't recall her name. Um, all I know is she looks like she rides bicycles in tornadoes, and she's said to be pondering a Senate bid in '24. Which means that she would be trying to primary, uh, I don't know, I don't know if, if someone's retiring from Indiana, but th- th- theoretically she would be primarying one of the maggots that are already 
representing Indiana in the Senate of the United States. So, what, is she doing some Solomonic baby splitting? Uh, Scott in San Diego says, A sex worker I read about years and years ago during my D.C. days, she didn't take money. Instead, she insisted on being paid in... Oh, Scott. She insisted on being paid in Italian dinners... Because she was a prostitute. Oh, Scott. Gunner. Gunner. And Kat Kamek, uh, Ralph's just sent this along. Somebody over at uh, Democratic Underground said, Yikes! Just learned that the cow in the blue and white dress who accused Dems of enjoying their popcorn and alcohol is my U.S. representative, Kat Kamek. I voted for her Democratic opponent. She's former deputy chief of staff for former representative Ted Yoho and co-chairs the House Anti-Abortion Caucus, although she does say she would permit abortions in the case of rape and incest if reported to law enforcement or the mother's life. She also voted to overturn the 2020 election. Yeah, I figured she was uh, going to be one of those uh, quality-type maggots. Of course, uh, Ron and Raleigh points out, one of the things they want to do, they have a package ready to get rid of the House staff unions. All the union proposals are for the Democratic staff. I'm sure the underpaid staff will appreciate the Republicans' efforts to cut their ability to collectively bargain will be... Yeah. And yes, the, uh, the the fable of the Greek philosopher looking for a just man, uh, Diogenes. Thank you, thank you, Fabio. Great story. It is. You gotta think he was a little bit annoying, Diogenes. Diogenes looking for a just man, and then a couple of hundred years later, you get Cato the Elder wandering, wandering around, babbling. Cartago Delinda asked every time somebody wished him a good morning or good evening or um, you might need a bath or anything like that. Cartago Delinda asked. Carthage must be destroyed. Ah, Republican Party, Delinda asked. Oh, and speaking of foreign languages, uh, there was a little bit of, and, and Flavio, I want you to know, I thought immediately of you um, because if you heard it, you had to enjoy it. Um, there was a little, uh, uh, there was a little, um, there was a little Portuguese yelled on the floor of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, actually, this was, this was yesterday. I'm sorry. But it was yesterday when, uh, just before... Uh, George Santos, McGillicuddy, Epaminondas, Smith, Franklin Washington uh, cast his vote for Kevin McCarthy. Somebody on the Democratic side of the House yelled, Mentiroso, at him. 
Mentiroso, as Flavio will, I hope, attest, means liar in Portuguese. Nobody really knows who yelled it, because it was probably a little bit like Animal House. Um, you know, where you put your hands over your mouth and pretend to sneeze and say, Bullshit! And we may be headed for that. Bullshit! Honest to God, though, I kid you not, I think if the I think if the 20 hard cases and dead-enders, and I'm, I'm thankful for them, uh, I think if those fuck sticks could actually go over and pull knives out of their togas and, and, and stab Kevin McCarthy, they would. Uh, little toxic hobbit Lauren Bobblehead Boobert even went so far as to say, Kevin, maybe it's time for you to give it up. And, of course, Lauren Bobblehead Boobert would know something about giving it up. Hey, shame on me. I'll, I'll try to I'll try to be better. Mentiroso. Am I close, Flavio? Am I even Mentiroso? Liar. And of course, <laughs> Nitwit Nero had he couldn't help himself. He had to weigh in on the fight over Speaker. Note the difference between the two. Uh, they asked President Biden what he thought about it. And he said, "Well, I don't think much of anything about it. That's uh, you know, that's uh, that's their problem, and it is, as we like to say here in the hills, that's your baby. You bath it. And right now, the Republican baby is covered in poop. Uh, yeah, I can't remember her." Uh, that woman from Indiana is horrid, Darlene in Connecticut says. She's got a heavy Russian-like accent. She's Ukrainian. Thought there was some scandal around her questioning funds for the war, although she initially came out in strong support. But, uh, no, it turns out that uh, Victoria, Victoria Sparts is embroiled in... Uh, uh, in, in creating a toxic work culture with a former staff member um, saying that it was just hell trying to work in her office. Um, the nonpartisan website Legistorm said that she had the highest staff office turnover in the entire House of Representatives for fiscal 2021. So she rocketed right to the top of the worst bosses list in her very first term. Um, and I, so you know, there, there goes all those horror stories about Amy Klobuchar. Uh, the the write-up from the Indianapolis Star said uh, interviews revealed a toxic workplace culture and painted Sparts as a demanding boss with a penchant for hurling insults at her staffers. Um, and instead of firing a staffer, she would just make their lives so miserable they quit, which means no, wor uh, you know, no, no unemployment benefits. 
Manic is a correct description, one former staffer told Politico. The reason for the aides quitting after a short time was because of her. Victoria Sparks, meanwhile, said to... I'm grateful to current and former staff. I work extremely hard at a pace that is not for everyone. I remain focused on working hard for people of Indiana stand. And uh, she said that her staffers have the writing style of elementary school children. Said her own children are more capable than her staff. Uh, a former staffer told Politico, that's the common theme. Staffers do their job, and then Victoria comes in saying that they have no idea what they're doing and that they're morons calling them idiots. Senior staff was amazing. That staff was really trauma-bonded. And really, she does. She looks like she rides bicycles in tornadoes. Um, So, uh, well, watch this space where she's concerned. Randy Radar says, that's my former work life. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Yes, Flavio tells us uh, Mentiroso is liar in Spanish, too. It comes from the Latin mendax, from which we get the English word mendacity, which is to be liarly. Uh, Dave in the Blind says, uh, uh, the maggot in question from Indiana who voted present, if she's going to be running for the Senate, it'll be against Nazi goose-stepping Bible thumper and all-around dumbass Todd Young. He's up in two years. Um, I doubt Hitler's grandnephew, Mike Brown, Mike Brown is up, uh, I think, uh, is up two years after that. By the way, the dark hole of the Republican Party, the right-wing equivalent of the sparkle fart uh, propelled unicorn cavalry purity patrol, is holding up everything for the Republicans. Fight, fight, fight! <laughs> uh, signed your buddy Dave in the blind. P.S. I need popcorn, damn it. There was a cute picture uh, that, that made it out into the social media world of uh, California Representative Ted Lieu, a Democrat, um, standing outside his office with a bag of popcorn. He got a giggle out of that. But anyway, like I said, Nitwit Nero got involved. He had to run his mouth. And Joe Biden did the right thing and said, well, that's their problem, isn't it? <laughs> and quietly snickered up his sleeve. Um Nitwit Nero had endorsed Kevers McCarthy because even though Kevers called him on January 6th and said, Get these mother out of our capital. God damn it, these are your people. Well, he thought better of it later and went and, uh, and, and, and belly crawled to Nitwit Nero so he could kiss his ring. And so Nitwit Nero decided to back Kevers McCarthy. He voted. He got on his wobbling, tumble-down, fallen-apart media platform and said, Vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory, 
and watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back home to a very broken California, the only speaker in U.S. history to have lost the House twice. Republicans do not turn a great triumph into a giant embarrassing defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve it. Kevin McCarthy will do a good job, and maybe even a great job. Just watch. Take the victory and run. <laughs> and as a result, in the next ballot, Kevers got one less vote than he'd gotten before when Victoria Sparts bailed on him. And uh, even Lauren Bobblehead Boobert renominating um, the dude named Donalds. Well, she said that, and, and President Trump just told us to, to vote for Kevin, but President Trump, maybe you need to rethink that. See, that's the th- that, was kind of a, that was kind of a seminal moment. They're talking back to their god emperor now. Maybe Vol doesn't need to be fed as much as they thought Vol needed to be fed. There's our obligatory Star Trek reference for the evening. Uh, yes, exactly like that. Uh, that's why I said uh, Elvira Gulch, yes, in The Wizard of Oz, Scott. Victoria Sparks looks like a woman who rides bicycles in tornadoes. That was the exact reference. I'm kind of proud of it. I thought it was funny. But then again, you know, I'm a weird. Flavio says, George Santos, professional liar. Brazilian clerk details George Santos' scam. Um, the clerk, uh, the store was defrauded out of more than 1300 bucks by George if that really is his name. He has a message to voters who uh, voted for the liar. Don't feel guilty. He does that really well. He's a professional liar. Uh, You're going to have to help me sometime, Flavio. What do I do with the tilde over the letter O in Portuguese? In an interview with CNN, Bruno, whose last name I can't pronounce, said that in 2008, Santos paid for merchandise using a pair of stolen checks and forging the signature of the account owner. He became suspicious of Santos's demeanor, saying he was overly charming while shopping and subsequently attempted to verify the checks. When it became clear they were fraudulent, the shop's owner demanded that the clerk, then in his early 20s, pay the damages, roughly equal to four months' salary. He paid in installments before the shop owner waived the remaining amount. And, of course, uh, George, if that really is his name, confessed, telling the clerk, I know I screwed up and I want to pay up. Well, want to and doing are two entirely different different things. So uh, even though uh, he said he wanted to, uh, George stiffed him. But it's telling that Nitwit Nero had precisely zero impact, or possibly even negative impact. You almost feel like taunting him the way that Kirk taunted Khan. 
Yeah, what, what was that? Uh... But you can't hit the target. Yeah, there it is. Now we got to get over. And naturally, we have to get past the ad. Oh, that Viking River cruise looks really fun. Viking longships. Hmm. There she is. There she is. Not so wounded as we were led to believe. So much the better. Estimating nebula penetration in 2.2 minutes. Reliant is closing. Thunder and lightning in space. Explain it to them. They just don't want us going in there. One minute to nebula perimeter. Why are we slowing? Can't follow them into the nebula, sir. Our shields would be useless. They are reducing speed. Uhura, patch me in. Aye, sir. You're on, Admiral. This is Admiral Kirk. We tried it once your way, Khan. Are you game for a rematch? Khan. I'm laughing at the superior intellect. Full impulse power. Ha! Ha ha! No, sir! You have Genesis! You can have whatever you... Full power! Handle! I'll say this for him, he's consistent. We are now entering the Mutara Nebula. The emergency lights. You know, you got to think that's an engineering design flaw. If the captain has to order the emergency lights to come on, I'm just saying. Inoperative. 
raise the shields. As I feared, sir, not functional. I'm reducing speed. Yeah. From hell's heart, I stab at thee and all of that, right? Keep missing the target. Right. Hmm. And, of course, uh, there's been a, a little bit of a development in uh, the world in which Donald Trump loses cases in court again. Some more. Um, He sued the January 6th committee, Nitwit Nero did, trying to block a subpoena for his testimony. And, uh, well, the federal judge uh, who had that lawsuit dismissed that case as well, but not on a It was not a substantive victory. It was simply the fact that um, there is no further... And this is interesting, though. The judge wrote, um, uh, Judge Rodolfo Ruiz wrote, uh, this case is moot and should be dismissed for lack of subject matter jurisdiction as there would appear to be no need for further relief from this court and therefore no live controversy between the parties related to the previously issued subpoena. The recent withdrawal of the subpoena at issue has effectively eliminated any real, earnest, and vital controversy between the parties. It's, uh, one wonders if it's going to remain moot, though. I don't know how much dickering uh, is being done. We can only guess. I would love to be a, a fly on the wall. Um, in, well, nobody really wants to be a fly, do they? But I'd love to know what's being said uh, in in in, uh, in Kever's offices, wherever it is that he has an office now. I mean, um, Matt Gates has written to the architect of the Capitol saying, "What? What in the Sam Hill is Kevin McCarthy doing in the Speaker's office? He's not Speaker." You'll have to make me leave. And. Uh, But the machinations, and, you know, I'd love to have your input on this. I'd I'd love to know what you think. If you were trying to negotiate, or if you were negotiating and you were trying to get, say, five or six Republicans to come over and and just vote present and Hakeem Jeffries be speaker, what kind of deal would you offer? I've been thinking about this all day. Maybe somebody would like to be chairman of Ways and Means. Maybe somebody would like to be chairman of Oversight. You know, who isn't James Comer. Maybe someone would like to be chairman of House Judiciary who isn't uh, Jim Jacketoff Jordan. There's got to be deal-making going on. In fact, um, AOC has caused a great deal of, uh, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, 
uh, a great deal of speculation because she's been seen actually talking to the guy who put up a video of him killing her, namely Paul Gosar, the demon dentist of the desert, as well as talking with uh, the guy who pays underage girls for sex. Matt, it just gets worse. And, and, and of course, because they are the, the, there's so much daylight between any of them, well, between her and either of these two disgusting men, everybody wants to know uh, what on earth they could be talking about. Uh, the recount on Twitter said, uh, here's something you don't see every day. AOC and Gates talking on the House floor after McCarthy's bid for speaker falls short on the first ballot. And by the way, there's something there is something about I mean, I, I got a screen grab earlier today of uh, the demon dentist of the desert leaning over and talking to some poor blonde white lady, I presume a Republican. But there's just there's just something about any time that Paul Gosar leans over to talk to a woman that makes you think he's saying something filthy. He's just that kind of guy. But uh, uh, the Intercept got an interview with AOC, and uh, she said that. Uh, Gates said that Kevers is trying to convince uh, his caucus that he's going to cut a deal with the Democrats to get the job. And in her interview with The Intercept, AOC told Gates, or AOC told The Intercept that uh, she told Gates, that no, 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 the Democrats are not going to in any wise provide any aid or comfort to Kevers McCarthy. And that, uh, well, they would let him hoist himself on his own petard. She said McCarthy was suggesting he could get Dems to walk away to lower his threshold. And I fact-checked and said, absolutely not. Speaking to Semaphore yesterday, she said the same about the demon dentist of the desert. And uh, said that he was talking about because these, 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 these little, uh, the dipshit caucus is over there. And they, they reduce everything to seventh grade. And she said, "No, no, no. None of the Democrats are walking away. We're we're, we're voting two. We're, we're 212 votes on every ballot. So no, we're not gonna we're not gonna help him." She was also interviewed by Gabe Ferris and told him uh, about the conversation with the demon dentist. And said, no, she'll never walk away to give McCarthy a chance. I am enjoying, as I suspect we all are, 
I'm enjoying watching uh, this rather delightful display of democratic unity. Even Henry Cuellar. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's singing out of the same hymnal. And everybody's on key. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve in New York asked, uh, AOC with member forehead and member demon dentist, could this be her trying to spoil their re-election chances by being seen with and making a deal with them? Well, I, if that's if that is a side effect, I'm all for it. Well, thank you, Billable Rick. Cowbell, Billable says, uh, for your reference to the Indiana GOP rep, Sparts, who voted present as... Looks like she rides bicycles in tornadoes. Does her hair resemble the uh, mop head with the Greek uh, with the Greek name in Ancient Aliens? No, she's it's pulled. No, her hair is pulled back in a very severe style. But I'll take a cowbell anywhere I can get it. So thank you, Billable. Um. Well, Steve is disagreeing. Uh, this is uh, uh, the present votes are counted in the tally. There are two ways Jeffries can win: six Republicans cross over, or twelve Republicans don't show up. Then there has to be a quorum call because the rule on a quorum assumes all members are present. Under certain circumstances, a member can call for a quorum call, at which point there is a quorum call. If 423 or less show up, they have to have, they have a vote. Jeffries gets 212, which is a majority 212. Jeffries 211. Anyone else? That is distinctly not what's being uh, what's being brooded about, but okay. You know, what I what I'd previously read and heard was that the votes for other people counted, but that present is not included in the tally. I don't know. Um, and Billable just noted Hobbit, Lauren, Bobblehead, Bobert, Bobert. LBB. It occurred to me that LBB's status as a hobbit gave her a major, major advantage as a former sex worker. In order to give her client's head, it wasn't necessary for her to bend down. I don't think she's that short, but she could have been really popular with the basketball set. You know, the seven-foot guys. Billable! I've been doing, I mean, a little catty here and there, but I've been doing my best to keep the program out of the gutter. And Oh, no, 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 can't, no, just got to go right there. Um, so let's see, he's 0 for, 0 for 6. That's a lot to be 0 for. Oh, by the way, good group going on over in the chat room this evening. Um, hey to Theo and Squeaky and Irish Dave and Anatole. Thanks for being there. Uh, Horn Pinch Hit Midweek Chat Room Utility Moderator and all-around great guy, Brother Bishop Steve for, uh, from Georgia Stan, capably assisted by Horn Chief Agronomist and Mathematician Roger in Oregon. Thanks, y'all. Uh, it's great to see you. Uh, 
Okay, I don't feel so bad. As long as as long as the Lauren Bobblehead Boobert uh, joke got a laugh from Ralphs, I think we're okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much credence to give some of this stuff. <laughs> okay, Les. Hi, Les. Uh, back when I said that uh, Kevers belly crawled to down to Magaloco to kiss Trump's ring, just like that with the with the two count between Trump's and ring. Les said. Uh, uh, regarding McCarthy going to kiss Trump's ring, is ring Portuguese for cock? Asking for those of us who don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> okay, that, oh, Les, that was quality. Um, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and or the horrible, horrible, horrible pun earlier uh, from Scott in San Diego. Um, Brother Deacon Asa said, that was shameful even by Scott's low standards. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, then uh, then there's this thing coming out, a, a story that came out of the Detroit News that Fred Upton was going to... Um, offer a power-sharing arrangement. He's a former member, a retired member of the House. Um, one possible offer, because we were at, we were talking a few minutes ago about what would be the deal, uh, what, what kind of deal-making might be going on. Um, one possible offer was an equal number of seats for Democrats on House committees. Hmm. If uh, and the, the that article goes, if all Democrats voted together on a compromise Upton candidacy, six Republicans would have to join them. And then uh, it was Don Bacon of Nebraska who had floated the Upton candidacy. He talked a lot. Don Bacon did before the voting started. Haven't heard much from him. Uh, Lately, though, you know, since the, since the circus came to town. I think we'd have to have more than just equal number of, of, of committee seats, though. If there, well, then again, this is politics, and you can second-guess yourself uh, somewhere out past the Mentara Nebula, Okay. If you're if you're a Democrat, do you kind of want the Republicans to spend the people's money and the people's time with a bunch of uh, bullshit investigations into Dr. Fauci? You know the eighty-year the octogen retired octogenarian. Do you want them to? Spend a lot of time uh, on uh, malarkey over 
Hunter Biden, do you want him to actually be stupid enough to try to impeach President Biden for something that exists only in within the thin gray settlings that slosh around between their ears and pass for brains? You know, because if you want him to do that stupid shit, you want Jim Shorts Jordan to chair House Judiciary. And you want, uh, what's his name, Comer, running oversight. The 11-dimensional chess, it makes, makes my little blonde head hurt a little bit. Um... Oh, and thank you to uh, our pal David up in Oregon. We are now down to $530 to go. Um Stand by a sec. Looking for something here. Sorry, I'll be right back. Okay, all better. So I don't, and I'm just surprised. I'm just surprised that no one, if for no other reason to make than to make maggot heads explode, I'm just surprised that no one's mentioned uh, the possibility of Liz Cheney. It would be, you know, it would be Slim Whitman singing uh, in, in, to the in, uh, to the Martians in Mars Attacks. And for the dem, you know, it would have to be a, a Democrat who pitched the idea. <sighs> yeah. And one of Kever's um, um, pals uh, 
uh, said today that um, Kevers is just trying to manage the chaos. Representing Dusty Johnson of South Dakota, Stan, talked to Jake Tapper over on CNN. That way, you're right, Jake. But I would tell you, everybody I am talking to, with the exception of two or three members on the floor, wants to be done with this this week. Every Republican out there knows that we've got uh, the southern border we got to deal, deal with. We've got inflation. We've got crime and drugs. There are we got Americans to fuck. Are never Trumpers that are actively trying to find a way to yes. And I, and I would say this also. There might be a pretty good number that might even today describe themselves as never. I, sh- I said never Trumpers. I meant never Kevins, Jake, who might describe themselves as never Kevins. <laughs> the reality is emotions are running high right now. And I think once we can calm everybody down and focus on what we've got to do for the next two years, you're going to see, pe- uh, see, see some people come around. So let's assume that that happens uh, and there is a further liberalization of the rules, weakening of the speakership, which some might argue is actually better for democracy anyway. That's certainly the position Chip Roy has, uh, where it's easier to amend legislation. It's easier uh, to demand a vote on something uh, as opposed to the stricter rules that are in place right now. Will that be a speakership that prevents further chaos. We're seeing a lot of chaos right now. Might, might would this just be a preview of what the House Republican majority looks like with these weaker rules for the speaker? Uh, listen, newsflash, it doesn't matter what the rules will be and it doesn't matter who the speaker will be. It is going to be a chaotic two years when you have a majority that is this narrow in a Republican party that I, I think doesn't take orders well, lots of independent thinkers, it's going to be messy. One of the reasons that I he have said thinkers. Kevin McCarthy is that I think he gives us the best opportunity to have a functional majority and keep the chaos down to a manageable level. So that's an excellent point. One thing that, that I think a lot of people in the House of Representatives in, your, in the Republican conference are not necessarily thinking about right now is whoever becomes speaker with this Republican majority, in order to achieve anything, you will need to deal with Democrats in the Senate so you can get to 60 votes there or even 50, 51 votes there. And you will need to have a president who is willing to sign that legislation. Uh, it seems to me that... You talk about how this is going to be chaotic no matter what. There's also the factor of if you want any of this to actually become legislation, it needs to be palatable to Democrats as well. Well, I hear you loud and clear. I'm the chairman of the Main Street Caucus. That's between 70 and 80 pragmatic conservatives who want to get things done. We're acutely aware of what you're saying, Jake. There are areas of common ground. I don't know how anybody in the Senate or in the House could look at two million folks crossing the southern border in a year and say, oh, that's fine. We don't need to do anything. Increasingly, Democrats are coming to me and they are saying, we know we got to do something at the border. They know that we have to do something about inflation. They know that we have to do something about crime and drugs in our cities. There are things we can get done. But to get any of that done, Republicans, we've got to get our act together because uh, committees can't form and legislation can't move forward without a Speaker of the House. And is this going to end with Speaker McCarthy or might it end with a Speaker Scalise or someone else? Uh, uh, Still, 
far and away the person in the best position to get 218 votes is Kevin McCarthy. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to happen quickly. But he's still the guy best positioned to A, do the job, and B, get the votes. Republican Congressman Dusty Johnson, a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much, sir. Good luck to you and your conference. As voting continues, it is a six apparent defeat for Kevin McCarthy. On day two, our special coverage of the drama for House. Yeah, okay. Um, what a, that's a political slogan for the ages. McCarthy, manageable chaos. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Scott adds, uh, never Kevin's? Hmm. Do you happen to notice the color of that Freudian slip? Yeah, orange. Orange. Dusty Johnson just seems like such a... He, 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 when you look at him, he, he, he should be, his voice should be squeaking a lot more. Well, you know, we're going to have some chaos. It's, it's going to be a process. And, uh, gosh, Mr. and Mrs. Cleaver. Yeah. But the thing is, how do you manage chaos when you've got at least 20 chaos junkies? But, uh, you know, Dusty Johnson wasn't the only one talking. Tony Gonzalez is a Republican from Texas, and he's adding his voice to that of Don Bacon saying, Ah, might have to do something else. He showed up on Fox News TV Radio Rwanda uh, to speak to um, one of their attack blondes and offered up this assessment. And securing the southern border, we need more unity. Can you, can you give me a look at you know what the effort is? I mean, are you calling some of these members? Have you tried to pull them aside and say, look, l let's talk? At, what have those efforts been met with? Oh, yeah, the efforts have been tireless uh, on and not just leadership, although it's rank and file, everyone. At, at some point, there comes, a, there comes a time where you just go, these folks are beyond uh, coming over, and you have to find another path. And, and, and we may be pretty close to that. And what does that other that. path look like? And if you're getting closer, you know, does that include Jim Jordan? Does it include Byron Donalds? No, it, it certainly doesn't include. Uh, Byron Donalds has been is, has been in in uh, Congress uh, a couple of years. Speaker's role is a very. I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, keeping the country on track. What does that include? I mean, I think it includes looking beyond the Republican Party and going, who wants to put America first? Who wants to secure the southern border? You know, the, the president is going to be heading to to the border uh, next week. I, I look forward to having uh, ideally the opportunity to host him. These are the type of things that America wants is securing our southern border, making sure our economy you gets say looking back on beyond track. the Republican Party. Can you name names? Who? who? 
I think there's a lot of people that I think that beyond, I think beyond the Republican Party, there's people Democrats? that want. Yeah, absolutely, there's Democrats that want to see the country come together and go forward. The, you know, the, the more that we're, the more that, that Congress doesn't do anything, the more dangerous it is for America, not only here domestically, but also abroad. So I, I think it, it's going to take an all the above approach. At the end of the day, Kevin McCarthy will be speaker. But is it going to take 26 days? You know, it, it, the longer that we delay is the American people are the ones that are the loser. And you have no members of Congress, no committees, no leadership, no nothing until that happens. Uh, so oh, wait. Uh, he didn't. Um... He didn't mean like working with Democrats to actually get somebody who actually could. Oh, okay. Yeah, he meant trying to get, trying to find some Democrat who would uh, slip the shiv in their own, in their own party. Well, hopefully there aren't any such Democrats. Southern border, southern border. Yeah, he draws that southern border like a gun. Yeah. And so we are into the uh, we're into the second hour of the program. Uh, thanks to uh, Ralphs and David in Oregon, we are at. Uh, Well, we're almost down to uh, $500 for the fundraising goal. Um, oh, just a second. And by the way, uh, well, kudos to uh, Adam Schiff. I, I'm just buried in these uh, fundraising emails. But whoever's working for Adam Schiff is clever. This is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> Ape shit is bananas, Adam Schiff. Uh, because McCarthy is so shameless, lacking the capacity to feel humiliated by his repeated failures, we're stuck in this process until Republicans make a deal amongst themselves. This is supposed to be the easy part, a formality. If Republicans cannot elect a speaker, they will not be able to even attempt to govern. The embarrassment, debasement, and degree to which the Republican Party is showing the American people how dysfunctional they are says it all. They are not fit to lead. Kevin McCarthy has no strongly held values or beliefs. He stands for nothing but himself. Without any core convictions, without the respect of his own conference, he has tried and failed over and over again to be elected speaker. That's not wrong. And you know, granted, it's a fundraising email, but still. Everything he said is true. 
as to uh, finding another path, Tony Gonzalez. Um, grab the white pages, Scott says. Look under Brownie Scouts. I'm sure there's a troop near Capitol Hill. Call them. They'll bring a seven-year-old Brownie Scout by. She'll assist you in finding another path. You mindless twerp. Uh, damn it, Robbins, it's Billable Rick. I ruined my own late lunch of Chipino soup. Oh, Chipino. Oh, yum. Uh, there's an Italian place over in Beaver that apparently has a really good Chipino. And, uh, oh, someday I plan to try it. Uh, I ruined my own late lunch of Chipino by sending you that joke about Hobbit Bobert. Well, it, all we got in common is our misery, Billable Rick. The least we can do is share it. Meanwhile, over uh, over again on Fox News TV Radio Rwanda, uh, Stuart Varney had Rana Romney McDaniel on. I'm sorry, it's Fox Business, you know, the program, the channel no one watches. But even Stuart Varney's ability to put up with bullshit about Republican Republican unity. And one of the idiots stood up earlier today and said, "Oh, I, I know it was Perry. It was it was Perry from Pennsylvania, isn't that yeah, Scott Perry?" You know, the fact that we're having all of these all of these votes shows America that the system works. That word, he keeps using that word. I don't think it means what he thinks it means, and Stuart Varney didn't either. I do think at the end of the day, there's compromise there, and I do think there's a way for these 222 members to come together and say, well, we have to tackle the border, we have to make sure we're doing the things that the American people want us to do. We have an energy crisis, we have recession looming, we are seeing this out-of-control spending coming from the Democrats, and I think we, at a policy level, are more united than ever, so let's just get the business of the American people. You, don't you love it when Republicans talk about Democrats and out of control spending? It wasn't it wasn't it Republicans just a few years ago who um, set fire to a trillion dollars by giving it? Well, okay, that's not out of control. When you get when you give a trillion dollars to billionaires, that's not out of control spending. Uh, making sure children don't go hungry, which we did for a little while, then 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 we quit. Um, that's out of control spending. You've got, you got five, six, seven holdouts who say, no, there's no way we're voting for McCarthy. I mean, absolutely no way. Just won't do it. I'm more hopeful than that. I think there is a way. I think there's always a what, path. What's the way? Especially when you look at the Democrats and what they're doing but to this country. And especially when you but look at what, what the American the people way? want us to do. Wait, they wait, just wait, elected wait. us well, You keep saying there is a the way house, to so bring this conference together. What is that way? I, I just think I think there's a way. Get in a closed door room, figure it They've out, been doing have a kumbaya moment, hours. figure out what we need to do to make sure that we're able to come together, elect a speaker, and and get moving. And and Kevin has elected so many of these candidates. He's been traveling the country. He's raised so much money. And I think there's a lot of common ground that's still there to be had. You heard Byron Donald say it. I think that we can get this done and get a speaker elected and move forward with the business of the American people. I, I, it's Okay. One last riff. I'm hopeful, Stuart. I, I'm hopeful. We have to come together. Yeah, I'm drinking the stump liquor, Stewie. I mean, it's utter chaos, and the Republican Party has been shamed. 
frankly, hasn't it? We have to come together. The American people, they don't understand all the rules and motion to vacate. They want to see us do the business of, the, of, of their business. I mean, they know that our country's not on the right track. You look at every right track, wrong track poll right now, they don't feel better under the Biden administration. They want to see us tackle what's happening at the border. They want to yeah. see us take care of our kids who are still having major deficits coming out of the pandemic. They want us to tackle the crime that's happening under Democrat rule in Democrat cities across this country. So they're saying, get it done. We just gave you the house, figure it out, and let's start working. You know, the fact of the matter is, though, they didn't, the American people didn't give them the house. They were supposed to have a red wave. It turned into a pink puddle. And that's even with all of their gerrymandering. They stumbled into a scarce minority in the house because of fuck-ups like Sean Patrick Maloney. That's all. And yet they're claiming some mandate to go out and fuck America. Yeah, you're right, Ralphs. Ronna Romney is spouting bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy in Vermont says, but uh, wasn't it the Republicans that started the endless war on terror, which they claim we've won? Hint, it never ended. Um, yeah, there's nothing for me to correct because you are correct, Jeremy. Um, but, you know, I don't know. When you've lost Stuart Varney, God, I remember when he was a normal human being and he worked at CNN. Oh, well. Anybody who cares to look can tell just how screwed up uh, this uh, gang that can't shoot straight it truly is meanwhile uh, Bob Good ironically named he's from oh Virginia uh, he had a he had a little set too with uh, with some reporters, a little ga- you know press gaggle, and he said the twenty of us are not caving. He's going to continue to get less votes. We're prepared to go as long as it takes. It's worth it. And he said we'll, we'll go until we get the result we want. Time is on our side. You know, it's worth taking a few days or a few weeks to get the best possible speaker for the country. Who? I mean, I know who. It would be Hakeem Jeffries. And, uh... You even feel a certain amount of, of, of sympathy if it is Hakeem Jeffries. But Kevin McCarthy, just to tick a few just right off the top of it, Kevin McCarthy, spineless piece of shit. Um, Steve Scalise, are you kidding me? Um, any of the, any of the twenty? Oh hell no! And then there's a uh, 
Well, there's a, there's another prediction floating around out there. Uh, this one by a former Republican, David Jolly. You know, we hear a lot from him. He's on MSNBC a lot. Oh, I know who they want to be speaker. And she's been sitting there in plain sight all along. And I'll bet you she wants to be speaker, too. Just as Brutus was right close to Caesar, well, hell, Elise Stupidnik put Kever's name in nomination. But talking to Chris Hayes, David, David Jolly offered up his assessment, and he's, he's, he's a smart guy. Picking on the floor and three House votes, the Republican majority came up with nothing. They stand adjourned until t- noon tomorrow. So what are they doing? Where do they go from here? Joining me now is David Jolly. He's a former Republican congressman of Florida who has since left the party but knows a lot of the people involved. Let's just start with that, like your your best sense of what's going on right now. Yeah, so Chris, three scenarios. One is since they adjourned, they will likely have a family conversation, either late tonight or early tomorrow before they reconvene at noon. Maybe Kevin McCarthy can offer one final deal. I actually think Kevin McCarthy bows out before tomorrow at noon. Um, that's the first scenario. Yeah, uh, look, he doesn't have the votes. It's math. It happened in 2015. He said, I know math and I can't get there. The second scenario is who else is in line? All right, Steve Scalise, right. Elise Stefanik, uh, Richard Hudson, go Jordan, down the list. Not Jordan? I mean, Jordan got the votes today. No, Jim Jordan will not be the next Speaker of the House, no question. But you could drop all the way down to number six or seven, right? In 1999, nobody in the country knew who Denny Hastert was, probably of our good fortune at that point, right? right? right. Um, But they reached all the way down to a backbencher that people hadn't heard of. Uh, So that's scenario two. And then scenario three is probably into next week where Democrats begin to play ball because there's an opportunity for a unity ticket. Scenario three meaning standoff, keep having these votes, they keep failing. Uh, Yeah, look, I think for Democrats, and obviously they're playing this very smartly, you don't need to use your currency for anything right now. Right. But if Republicans cannot form a governing coalition, then there's an opportunity. And so where do Democrats step in there? And that becomes a question of, is there, is there a speaker candidate that will give, uh, allowances on process, right? Is it a Tom Cole of Oklahoma, a Fred Upton who recently left? So that's the third scenario. It will be very telling tomorrow when they reconvene at noon. Is Kevin McCarthy done? I think he probably is. Or have they reached a deal? We're going to know a lot come tomorrow. Why is he done? (laughs) <laughs> Why did this happen? Nobody trusts. Uh, well, to that extent, David Jolly was a little bit wrong because they didn't just, you know, he, he, he may be done. He thinks that he, something in him, probably just that toxic ambition he has, thinks he's not done. But they made him sit through three more losses. I get the idea. That no matter how much they babble about this being about principle or wanting one vote to, uh, you know, this one vote motion to, uh, uh, privileged motion to vacate horseshit, which just means that Kevin would be sprouting daggers for the next two years. The bottom line is, 
you know, these are some of the maggotiest of maggots, the 20 hard cases. And you have to remember that the, the, the maggot party is a sadistic party. It is a party of, by, and for sadism. And they enjoy hurting Kevin McCarthy. They enjoy hurting people. Uh, the, and and you have to wonder if the long knives are out now for marginal trailer queen. You know, she had this. She gave this babble uh, to a reporter about how she's so sick and tired of being told by the twenty the, to uh, trust the uh, trust the process. When she said, and there's nobody ever there to tell us what the process is. I thought that was effing rich. Coming from a cue ball, you know, trust the process. And what, suddenly she's found her inner centrist? Well, they're coming for Kevin. They may come for her. Nobody trusts him, Chris. No, nobody, even the people who support Kevin McCarthy don't trust him. I mean, I'm glad, I'm not glad you're saying that because it, what what is illuminating about that is I have looked high and low for some set of substantive ideological beefs here, and I can't find any of them. It doesn't seem like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not a fight here that's like, we believe in this thing and you don't believe in that. Or we're, we, you know, the Democrats said, we think we should prioritize climate change, you know, on the first day. And and, and we don't think you're prioritizing enough. And then I could be like, well, you know, that's a fight. What is the substance here? I'd flip the script and say, what does he stand for? Nobody can tell you what he stands for. So, in again, 2015, long time ago in politics, but I was part of the coalition that stopped Kevin McCarthy's rise when John Boehner resigned. It was an odd coalition. You had a lot of Freedom Caucus members, Justin Amash and others, who wanted all the things that today's rebels want. And then there was Jolly and a handful of others who said, we just want to move legislation on immigration and health care and taxes and everything else. And Kevin McCarthy said, no, we're not going to do any of that. It, he is somebody who stands for nothing. And that's what's being exposed, which raises the question of, is there anything he can give the rebels tonight? That's the problem. And the, the deal to make. And the, prob- and the answer is probably not. That's so the problem. Who do you like, we don't want their position is not, we want these five things. Their position is, we don't want Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House. That's right. You can't negotiate on that if you are Kevin McCarthy. And two things at play. Their affirmation does not come from today's Republican Party or Republican leadership, right? They, they don't, don't need it. Marjorie Taylor Greene, although she's with McCarthy, but take Matt Gates, he gets his affirmation from people outside of the party. Yeah. And, and so does it matter to them to elect Kevin McCarthy? Absolutely not. And then secondly, what's the most empowering thing for these rebels? It's to take down Kevin McCarthy. They can go on Steve Bannon's podcast tomorrow yes. night. They can go on Tucker Carlson, all those other places, and say, we did it. So here's the opportunity for Kevin McCarthy, and I think it's too late. But if they had this family meeting and Kevin McCarthy said, I'll give you everything you want, then all the rebels get to go forward and say to their constituency, we did it. We got what we wanted. Kevin McCarthy can say, I brought the party together and sure. we achieved unity, and now we're all together. I think we're a day too late. I think that meeting should have happened yesterday, yeah. not tonight. I don't know if even delivering on these process things is even legible, right, to everyone outside. I mean, that's the other problem, right? You know, it's like, yeah. well, well, they could. Um, we will say this. I just want to end on this note. I mean, 
the, the Trump quote to me is amazing because he goes down, he kisses Trump's <laughs> ring. I mean, that's obviously the most predictable Come thing on. in the world. Neither of us are. But it's like, we'll see what happens. Let me see what happens. We'll go. I got everybody calling, wanting my support. That's all I can see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how it all works out. It's like, if there's one place that you think Donald Trump could probably put a thumb on a scale, it would be this. Kevin McCarthy. But he's not going to put a thumb on a scale. He doesn't care. Kevin McCarthy sorted Starburst for Donald Trump. Yeah. And Donald Trump won't get his back tonight. Kevin McCarthy's done, done, done. He's not going to be the next speaker. I don't think Kevin McCarthy's in the House of Representatives a year from now. I think he's gone. Well, I don't, I'm not in the prediction business, but I, that's an interesting one. And we're going to look for that, uh, David Jones. That is an interesting one. Not only does he not become speaker, he's not even a member of the House in a year. And after you've been humiliated like that, well, at least your corporate donors probably still like you. So, huh, you know, why not... Uh, why not take take the money and run? Go and you know spend spend your six months so whatever the law requires. If the Republicans don't get rid of that, uh, that you can't be a lobbyist and then take the lobby job and enjoy it. Note coming in from uh, oh, oh by the way I need to pass this along. Uh, this is a big deal. We've got. Uh, a fundraising goal of 500 bucks because, well, trying to keep things going. And we're in dire circumstances. There's a, 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 an anonymous friend who has put forward a two-for-one challenge. If we could raise uh, up to 250 bucks, it would get a $500 matching challenge so the fundraising goal is 500 we could actually get into tomorrow's fundraising this is a big deal two for one challenges are huge you know your one dollar turns into three not two so that two for one challenge is on the table right now and 250 gets 500 um, for a total of 750 dollars and, and I'm mathematically challenged, and I can even do that. Um, so, by all means, this is a great time to uh, help keep disaster from striking this little program that is entering into me behind the microphone for 20 years. This is this is my this is the 20th this is the 20th year since I came back to radio, which absolutely blows my mind and we're halfway through the program so we've got an hour and a half to raise 250 bucks and that would be fantastic and thank you so much thank you so much kind anonymous friend for doing that thank you paypal buttons at headon.live um, if you want to go to contrib the contribute tab patreon is there um, no worries, Ralphs, you've done a ton. Thanks. Thank you so much. Note coming in from uh, Cynthia in the Bay Area, uh, with all of this prattling by the Republicans about, well, you know, the American people sent us to Washington, D.C., because Washington, D.C. is broken. We got to... And every time they say that they're acting on behalf of the American people, I kind of look around, because they're not acting on my behalf, and they're not acting on yours. 
And that's uh, kind of what Cynthia is talking about here. Let's define who the American people are in the eyes of these pigs. The American people are the 1% filthy rich, anyone who's a Nazi, the corporations, as in corporations, corporations are people, my friends, human beings. Um, anyone and everyone else are moochers and not the American people. And meanwhile, uh, uh, with me being the trans in the LGBTQ+, with all of the laws the pigs have passed against LGBTQ people in this country, I feel something like a Jew in Nazi Germany. And to think most of my extended family voted Repiglicon. It's all so sickening, Cynthia says. Clearly in the eyes of the pigs, I'm not in that set called the American people. And so there's no way they're going to do anything for me. Sigh, Cynthia. Right there with you, sister. Right there with you. And it does feel like that. Remember, there were yellow stars of David, and there were pink triangles. And everybody went in the same ovens. And that's not to take anything away from anyone. Or engage in trauma Olympics. Thank you. Thank you, Cynthia. That actually helps me a little bit because... Well, we are a name for being put upon, aren't we? Thank you to George and Gold. Hey, George, thank you so much. We are off and running on the $250 two-for-one challenge, and now we have 225 to go. Thank you, George. Uh, interesting thought. Uh, this is kind of, uh, I have not heard this, but uh, uh, Stephen New York, was listening to Sam Cedar earlier. Sam's a great guy. And he says, Sam had a great take on why he, why uh, Kevers doesn't want to be speaker. And he doesn't want the sexual abuse stuff to come out as it did with Hastert. Haven't heard... Are, the, are, those, are those whisperings and rumblings out there? I haven't heard them. You do mean you do mean Kevers doesn't actually want to be speaker. That's that's a damn that's a damn, that's a thing. Thank you to Charlene in Rogues Island. We're down to two hundred to go on the uh, on 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 the uh, two for one matching challenge. Thank you, Charlene. Thank you so much, Charlene, a founding member of the Society of Leans, the Sorority of Leans, and. Uh, Wow, Gino in Utah. Thank you, Gino. Gino just did a, have a show on me. So that matching challenge is met and exceeded. Um, thank you. Thank you, Gino. That's profound. And you get the you get you get the thanks of the entire Horn family community congregation. Okay, yeah, all right, I get it now. Thank you, Stephen New York. Uh, yeah, not Kevers, Jim Shorts, Jordan. Well, I mean that yeah, because the sexual abuse stuff is there. When he was warned and pled to about rapes going on by the team doctor at the Ohio State University, and what rapes? Huh? What? Huh? 
I mean, he did it. He did every bit as good or better a job at looking away from the rapes of young men than the folks in the Michigan State program did with young women, or the folks over in uh, over at Penn State uh, with the with the rapes there. But the thing is, Steve, that the, the the place where I kind of I mean, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me is that he's going to have plenty of notoriety coming because he. It, how hypocritical is it that he would be chair of House Judiciary? How could you not talk about that? A, a guy who is chairman of a House committee whose purpose is to provide oversight of the judicial, the federal judicial system and law enforcement, and that guy has sickening allegations of, of of looking away from rapes. Merciful heaven. And if he does get to be chairman of House Judiciary... And I don't haven't heard any rumblings that anybody's making that a negotiating point. Um, what do you what do you, will the will the will the multimillionaire for profit media actually maybe bring it up and hammer him and hammer him and hammer him? You know the way they did with uh, oh Bill Clinton. The way they hammered mm, Al Franken, relentless, day in and day out. I'd I'd say that uh, what Jim Shorts Jordan did was arguably manifestly worse than any of any allegation about Al Franken. Or, or look, you know, consider the um, consider the campaign between uh, the campaign against. Uh, um, President Biden himself. Oh, he's a pedophile. Oh, he grabs people. By the way, um, that well, no, I'm not going to go there. But yeah, he, he's a, he, he's a he's he's a perv, and that shit's still floating around. A sexual abuser. And they and, and and they have not done the same thing with with uh, uh, Jim uh, Jim Jacket off Jordan. No matter how hateful he has behaved. Well, if he does get that seat, I hope things change. And thank you to Dave in the Blind, and uh, thank you, thank you to uh, uh, Vicky jumping in on the challenge. Thank you so much, Vicky in in St. Petersburg. Thank you so so very much. It's great to hear from you. And uh, <laughs> several people have sent me, you know, talking about a visual on a radio program is like dancing about architecture. But none, nonetheless, this is hilarious. Um, Flavio pointed out that uh, I, I think this originated with uh, Eamon Moyhelden, Eamon Moyhedden, over at uh, MSNBC. 
yeah, Eamon Moyhead. Uh, he put this uh, put this up. Flavio said, and uh, uh, Lady B sent it along too. The meme, the Kevers memes are really quality. Welcome to Speaker City. Before we can continue, we need to verify you are a human. Please identify the speakers in the picture. And it's nine pictures of, well, seven pictures of speakers, and they've all got check marks by them for the CAPTCHA. And then uh, two pictures of Kevin McCarthy with no, no, uh, no check mark. It's delightful. As for the, as far as the southern border that they keep babbling about, and have you noticed it's not the Mexican border anymore? It's the southern border. Really? Is this the border with the Confederacy? Maggots. Ron and Raleigh says, what have the Republicans done to control the southern border other than pushing asylum seekers back across the border so they can be preyed upon by cartels? They keep flapping their lips about what they're going to do, yet not one concrete example of border policy. Well, they just want to build a wall. This is a big, beautiful wall. They just want to extend the title. They just want to extend Title 42 forever. President Maduro has extended his hand to reestablish relations with the U.S., but we're not going to do that. Juan Guido and his phony assembly has been shown the door. This is not an insoluble problem, but really, um, I don't think they want to. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Republicans want to solve it. They want to beat on it. It's like the Bible. They don't want to read it. They just want to thump it. And uh, as far as chair of judiciary versus speaker, Steve says. Uh, you're speaking as an informed citizen. How many people know who the chairman of the House Judiciary is versus how, uh, who know who the speaker is? The speaker, especially when a Democrat is in the White House and the Democrats hold a majority in the Senate, serves as the face of the GOP nationally, which invites more scrutiny. I think I, I, I think it does, but is there any is it, Jordan was put up. Uh, Jordan was nominated, and I, 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 even as he was supporting McCarthy, Jim Shorts, who is a, as nasty a maggot as there is, um, I think was put up more as a finger in, in McCarthy's eye. And now we're on to Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds was the uh, darling of the day all day long today. <laughs> okay, wait, you get a cowbell for that one, Steve. Breaking news, George Santos's office has announced the House of Representatives has elected him Speaker. He's humbled at this as, on, as the only freshman member of Congress to serve as Speaker of the House. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. And speaking of good, uh, some phone logs have been uh, released. And in a report in the Springfield, Missouri, news leader today, hey, Kenda, uh, apparently Nitwit Nero was a little frantic 
um, on January the 5th, two years ago exactly, tomorrow. The news story says the string of uh, the string of missed calls. These are calls from Nitwit Nero to uh, Senator Josh Hall and Ass show that Trump sought to speak to Missouri's then junior Republican senator. That's right, he is the senior senator from Missouri now, Josh Hall and Ass, husband of the woman who works at uh, some filthy. Uh, misogyny organization. A string of missed calls on January 5th show that Trump sought to speak to Missouri's then junior Republican senator as he called other key allies and lawmakers to consolidate support ahead of the certification process, which he sought to stop in light of baseless claims of mass voter fraud. He first tried to call uh, Josh at 9.37 a.m. January 5th called again at 10.04 and 10.11 a.m., and then the uh, White House switchboard operator left a message with Holly around 10.18 a.m. He kept calling. I mean, Jesus, it's like Josh ghosted him. Tried to call uh, again, Nitwit Nero did, at 9.21 p.m., 10.51 p.m., 10.57 p.m., and the White House operator left more messages for Holly around 9.46 p.m. and 11.13 p.m. Uh, Holly has said he returned Trump's call on the morning of January 6th but could not reach him. Uh, his office did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the phone logs for January 5th. Well, now, how about that? Why won't why, why won't why won't Joshie take my call? I thought he loved me. Why why won't he take my call? I I thought I, I thought we were I, I thought we were better friends than that. I need him to call me. Why won't he call me? Well, as someone who has been ghosted, I can tell you it hurts really does. <laughs> yeah. And then this. Because, well, it is prayer meeting Wednesday, although we haven't done any prayer meeting Wednesday stuff. Uh, there's a uh, brand new Congress critter in Florida. Her name is Representing Anna Paulina Luna. Wait, isn't that the care the the the, the opera the opera singer character with the tentacle head in Fifth Element? Never mind. Um, she's lawyered up. Anna Paulina Luna has hired a law firm called Holland Knight, and she's uh, her her target is a, a guy named Michael Tito. Michael Tito is a pal of Roger Stone's. And Michael Tito uh, thought about uh, maybe primarying her or challenging her in the primary. And 
dear God, there's that name again. How is it? Well, uh, there's a radio show uh, that's out of Tampa of a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge. I know. And Michael Tito went on the Bubba the Love Sponge show. And I would think that the mere the fact that you appeared on the, a show called Bubba the Love Sponge would be enough to make clear that there wasn't anything intelligent going on. But then again, Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, you, remember the, you remember the website Gawker? This was a little while back. And I think it was, was it Peter Thiel who backed a lawsuit against Gawker on behalf of Bubba the Love Sponge and eventually uh, via an abuse of the, uh, of, the, of the libel laws. Well, he got Gawker, he, got, he killed Gawker because Gawker had run or, or had published the, and this is gross, the tapes of Hulk Hogan fucking Bubba the Love Sponge's wife if I recall correctly, with the consent and connivance of Bubba the Love Sponge. And, of course, Bubba the Love Sponge is a disgusting right-wing POS. Well, that's, that's in the past, but that, that's enough to put one off once after the program snack. Um, Anyway, uh, the folks at, uh, well, David J. Lisco, a lawyer at Holland and Knight, wrote a letter uh, to Bubba the Love Sponge. I just feel like I need to shower and bleach every time I say Bubba the Love Sponge. I am sending you this letter because of the defamatory statements you made about Ms. Luna on the show. Well, I wonder what those defamatory statements were. And, of course, as a political candidate, you would think that uh, uh, Representative Papa Laguna was, well, public figure as a candidate. Well, what Michael Tito said was that um, Representative Papa Laguna... was fired from her job and that she had fucked Matt Gates and Papa Laguna is apparently a former captain in the United States Marine Corps or no 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 she is not Michael Tito is a former captain in the United States Marine Corps and David Lisko said that he engaged in gross negligence and said things that were unlikely to be true, namely that, well, she fucked Matt Gates, that she lost her job, and, because this is the best part, prayer meeting Wednesday, um, well, he said that, uh, Michael Tito said that Pava Laguna is a witch! She's a witch! Turned me into a newt! Right. 
you are hereby demanded to publicly and immediately retract each and every defamatory statement you made about Ms. Luna on the show. Because you do not have the ability to distribute your retraction widely on your social media, you are demanded to apologize and retract your statements on the Bubba the Love Sponge show or by making a retraction and apology video that you send to me that Ms. Luna will distribute via her social media. So she showed up for her first day on the job yesterday, and she said, obviously not, I'm not doing any comments. That's that's not true. I'm not a witch. Who was the idiot in Delaware? I'm you. Um... Meanwhile, interviewed by the Daily Beast, Michael Tito, God, I love it. I love it when Republicans fight. Uh, he said, uh, oh, I'm not going to, I didn't wake up one morning when I was going on the Bob the Love Sponge show and say I'm going to pull a bunch of stuff out of my ass and talk about it. Um, and then there's another idiot, dude named Omar Navarro out of California. He said, well, it might be true that she's a witch, because a lot of people are talking about her being a witch and fucking Matt Gates. It has got to be true to a certain extent. It's fair enough to say it's spread among people in the Republican Party. And uh, Michael Tito said he got the witch business. She has got a wart. Um got the witch business from Hispanics for Trump associate Paloma Zuniga. Paloma Zuniga told Michael Tito that Pava Laguna puts spells on people because it's the first part of the third decade of the 21st century and there are still people out there who, well... Believe in uh, witches casting spells. No aspersions on my Wiccan friends. That's just, uh, it's my understanding. That's not how Wicca works. Now, these, these are talking, no, th- th- this is this is more li- along the lines of, you know, when shall we meet again? You know, from the Scottish play. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Fire burn, cauldron bubble. Boo! You ever notice that you don't... Yeah, Christine O'Donnell. Yes, thank you, Steve from Georgistan. Thank you. I'm not a witch. I'm you. I still love that. Um. <laughs> Jesus. But do you ever notice you don't find people out there in Democrat land or progressive land or liberal land running around accusing their political opponents of being witches? Oh, I mean, sure, they'll, uh, you know, the, 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 we, 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 we engage in some name-calling. Goddamn neoliberal establishment shell! But there's... And a witch! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just find that absolutely delightful. And thank you so much, uh, Henry in Oakland. Thank you, Henry, for jumping in on the challenge. Thank you so, so, so much. And uh, Cynthia writing again. Hey, Cynthia. 
let's remember now, Robin, uh, that whenever you say POS when referring to these pigs, the P does not stand for peace. It stands for pile. A piece of shit is too small for this purpose. It's pile of shit when you're talking about these Republicans. Cynthia, I stand corrected, sister. <sighs> She's a witch. Sorry, I'm going to be a long time getting over there. And then I guess Pava Laguna uh, made some complaint that she... Um, got assaulted or something? Oh, there she is, yeah. Um, she said she was sexually harassed while she was leaving her Capitol office. Because Pava Laguna, you know, brand new, brand new member of Congress, um, is a member of the, tw- the 20 Never Kevers crowd. Wait. Why? Why is that? Why is that not in the? Why is that not in the zeitgeist? It rhymes for fuck's sake. The never kevers. Is that out there yet? Did did we just? Well, it can't just be me, but yeah, she's a never kever, and uh, she 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 pogo sticked up onto the cross today. Uh, went on Fox News TV Radio Rwanda. And she said when she was leaving her Capitol office yesterday evening, when you're a woman who stands up to the swamp, you're sexually harassed leaving your office, accused of having sex with members, being a witch, and more lies. She actually tweeted that. And she uh, recorded video of a reporter for the Daily Beast named Zachary Petrizzo, who was simply asking her questions. He was not sexually harassing her. It's really, it's they're really stupid allegations, but they're allegations. And so, you know, she she videoed him. I guess she's trying to attack his job. This is why we must drain the swamp. This is not journalism. Is this how female reps are treated? Well, what Zachary Patrizzo asked her is, Did you fuck Matt Gates? Did you fuck the walking forehead, honey? Did you? That's not sexual harassment. That's a question based on allegations that are out there. It'd be kind of like asking Newt Gingrich if he banged Callista like a cheap gong while he was... Uh, uh, having a moral panic over Bill Clinton. It's a legitimate question to ask. And by the way, the answer is yes, he did. Or asking Denny the sweaty wrestler Hastert if he fucked little boys. The answer is yes, he did. This is not journalism. Oh, honey, I bet... With members, accused of having sex with members. Well, 
Is there any smoke to go with the fire? I mean, look, who one fucks is one's fucking business. But when it gets out, I mean, and no, this is not, you know, when did you, when did you, when did you stop beating your dog? Matt Gates is a sleazy, skeevy, dirty, filthy, nasty, serial DUI offender uh, who actually got stone cold caught sending money via Venmo or Cash App or whatever to an underage girl in exchange for sex. I mean, if I was asking her the question, I might ask it a little differently. You know, Honey, after you had sex with Matt Gates, did you at least get checked for STIs? He nasty, girl. He nasty. Um, um, Witch Finder General, Ron and Raleigh, says, uh, You need the Witch Finder General. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can call that up real quick. Yeah, there it is. Thanks for sending this along, Ron. This is this is perfect. Son, it shall be the 25th of December, or as the ungodly name it, Christmas Day. A most vile, profane, and superstitious custom. A carnival of residual papist idolatry, where the people of this commonwealth are enticed to lasciviousness, idleness, drunkenness, gluttony, unlawful gaming, cursing, swearing, and the like. I am the Witchfinder General of the Colony of Massachusetts Bay. Today I shall be preaching against the heathenry that is Christmas, or as I call it, fool's tide. For surely any man who is foolish enough to keep such an holiday is a drooling idiot. The letter of the Lord concerning Cape and Christmas is clear. It is a sacrilege. If thou dost know of any man or woman that be feasting, wearing fine clothes, or exchanging gifts or greetings this time of year, deliver them forthwith to the magistrates assembled in the court in the shire in which it were. They hath offended God, and shall be fined five shillings for every such offence. This law is brazenly ignored in the seditious writings of the pamphlet known as Our Christmas. Behold! Every room is cosier with a tree. Thou art cosy with Satan, as any learned man knows. Our Lord Jesus Christ was not born on the 25th of December. That deplorable, foul, and unnatural date was selected by the antique Romans, for it fell close to the heathen festival of Saturnalia. If God meant for us to keep Christmas, why is there no mention of it within the Holy Bible? Indeed, the only holy days specified within the Word of God are the Sabbath days. It stands to reason, then, that every other day of the year be spent in godly labor. My first ex <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Thanks. I can never thank you enough. Witch finder general, yeah. And uh, uh, our buddy Gary, labor man, uh, in, uh, out in New Mexico, says, uh, so is she just a plain witch? 
plain old witch or a witch bitch. You know, I think it would have been perfectly appropriate for a reporter to stick a microphone in front of her face and say, are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm guessing bad witch. She's a Republican after all. <sighs> yeah. wonder if she's a cue ball. And uh, David Blind says, uh, uh, did he leave uh, the tip on Venmo in public? Uh, we've we've worked mad about this. Not hating. Dave and the Blind. <laughs> yes, he did leave her tip public on Venmo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, you'll have that. And, uh, hey, Cynthia, uh, to be sure, Robin, I don't think you defined POS when you used the term. Wait, I'm, I think a little bit of Witchfinder General st- snuck into my voice there. To be sure, I don't... <laughs> to be sure, Robin, I don't think you defined POS when you used the term, so you don't need to feel corrected. That's okay. Sometimes I like that. I just want to be sure everyone understands the proper use of the term here. Sometimes the P does stand for peace, but not when referring to the pigs. Smiley face. Signed, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia. You're a deer. And Cynthia adds, uh, oh, oh, hey, there are witches. Marginal trailer queen looks like a witch to me, doesn't she? Put a ward on her nose and she sure looks like a witch to me. And, well, maybe she's turned people into a newt. Maybe she's got a hat. You knew we had to have at least at least one really hyper-stupid story. And the fact that it has its genesis or origins or what... In Bubba the Love Sponge, well, uh, I, I, you know... I have no. I mean, if she if she sues him, because you know you'd sue Michael Tito, and then you'd sue Bubba the Love Sponge. There's more money there. Maybe Peter Thiel would jump in and defend Bubba the Love Sponge again. God, he's gross. And of course, he's a maggot too. Well, Emilio, who is this Scots Irish Jamaican man who's trying to destroy Christmas? Well, that was the Witchfinder General. Uh, look him uh, look him up on. Uh, Look him up on YouTube. And Stephen New York notes, the question about Matt Gates. have you stopped having sex with Matt Gates? See, this is why you're a highfalutin trial lawyer, Steve. Or actually, when did you stop having sex with Matt Gates? Ooh, that's a good one, too. Meanwhile, going all the way back to Representative Dusty Johnson... Uh, Brother Deacon Asa said, uh, uh, Representative Dusty Johnson, that's one consonant away from the geriatric porn star Rusty Johnson. Uh, Was his nickname trombone? Rusty Trombone Johnson? I don't know. And now I need the eye bleach again. I'm not a witch. I'm you. Okay, enough shenanigans. Enough malarkey, damn it. Well, wait. I, the minute this program's over, I'm going to uh, go back to C-SPAN because we're going to have more malarkey tonight. Hee! All right, let's go Let's go check in with Scott. Hey, Scott. Uh, uh, back home. Yeah. Ain't it good to be back home again? Hi, Robin. 
How are you? Well, you, you've given me many avenues to explore conversation. Travel them all. Just while I've been sitting here waiting. First of all, nobody is more surprised than I to hear that Bubba the Love Sponge is actually in radio again. I thought he had been permanently banned. Or maybe that was just with Clear Channel or what? Yeah, I, I thought that. Well, I thought that was the Grease Man. I never now, knew. The Grease Man's independent. He does a podcast or something. Well, neither one of them is a Phil Hendry. Phil Hendry is still the gold standard, as far as I'm concerned. No, I kind of. I don't know. I as as Grease Man has gotten older, there are some bits and stuff that he's done that I actually find, you know, humor. But then again, that you know me, I, that's, I laugh at all manner of odd things. But, well, let's see, where shall I begin? Jesus. Uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the uh, 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 accused witch, I guess that's one way to put it and not get sued. Hava Nagila, what was her name? <laughs> uh, it's got that I have like the- See, I went I went for the I went for the opera star in Fifth Element, Pava Laguna. <laughs> you went to Hava Nagila. Oh God. Say the name again slowly. Oh uh, the name Hava? again the name again slowly. Oh, shame on me. Hava? Uh, no, Paula, P A U L A. Oh, Paula. No, no, see, I thought I, I couldn't have guessed that in a hundred years. Paula. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, oh, Anna Paulina Luna. Anna Paulina Luna. And she goes by Paula. Paula. Wait a minute. No, no, wait. There's a. Th- th- there's another bit that's about to happen here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Anna Paula Luna, Anna Paulina Luna, baby, don't you know that I love you? Or that could easily be translated into a Slim Whitman. Whitman yoga. No, but I mean that 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 scans with Inagata Davida. Yeah, it sure as hell does, doesn't it? But oh my God, I can't wait. While I was waiting, Anna Paulina Luna, baby, I, I you were c- carrying me through so many streams. You know, in the last that the makes last, me happy. Twenty, you know, memory wise, twenty years. I like, know, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like the fact that maybe, you know, we get, we get the, we, we get the, the brain muscles working and stretching and yeah. Well, but the thing is, I'm, I'm in the recliner halfway back. I can't reach my pen, and even if I could, I the fur, the paper is further away, so there's no way to keep notes. So I may be. Uh, this may be a little scattered. You have wait, but you have an you have an iPhone. You can, you can, you can. There, it ha, there's a notes app on there. Yes, I know, but I don't. Yeah, I'm an old school guy. I like pen and paper, and that's just the way it is. But back in uh, when was briefly? Remember our? Well, well, hold on. You have been awarded a cowbell. Oh. <laughs> Without hardly trying. That's from Steve in New York for uh, Hava Nagila. That was <laughs> Steve said that was classic Scott cowbell worthy. Did, did liquid come out of his nose? Hot coffee or <laughs> anything like that? Hot that coffee. Hi, <laughs> donuts. Uh, uh, anyway, I. Uh, you remember when Paulina, Anna Paulina Luna? Can we just call her Moon Girl? 
Moon Girl, Mooney. Sister Mooney. Uh, well, maybe, maybe she, maybe, she, maybe she's the Mooney Congresswoman. I think I've started you a giggling. Uh, this is like in record time, uh, you know, a minute and a half. Well, how how the Nagila was? That wasn't a shot across the bow. That was direct to midships. Well, I, you know, I do what I can. I do what I can, Robin. But anyway, let me because try. Since I didn't write any of it down in the terms of in terms of taking notes, I'm going to have to do this from short term memory, which just cannot suck enough at this point in life. But did you remember for a brief period in the uh, sometime after 2010, Art Bell was on satellite radio. He only did it for like four weeks or something. Around 2015, something along those lines, he was on one of either Sirius XM or they had combined by them or whatever. But he was disenchanted with it. He said it didn't have the reach that terrestrial radio had in terms of listenership, and so he uh, stormed stormed off in a in a huff or something. It was a dark blue huff, as I recall, with or a huff and a half. They had breaks, but anyway. Um, he had a guest on, a woman from suburban Maryland who I was in touch with for quite a little while there, a lawyer, an actual lawyer in, in Montgomery County, Maryland, as I recall. And her name I've forgotten, but it's online somewhere. I've got her uh, email address and all that. But she was a practicing lawyer, but she was also an actual witch. And uh, we corresponded back and forth there for a while. She's quite an interesting lady. And uh, he had her on as a guest. I don't know. It might have been on Halloween that year. But um, she recommended a book to me because I was interested in the topic, just generally speaking. And she referred a book to me uh, by Stuart somebody, as I recall, an Englishman, I think, called What Witches Do. And it's a fascinating book. If you you know if you ever want to find out what witches do, get that book. It's a little skinny book, you know, maybe 138 pages or something like that. But God, I wish I could remember her name. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. How are you? Oh, I'm 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 fine. And in fact, when you uh, mentioned the, <laughs> the, the that wit the witch. Um, it actually reminded me that back in back in his days on WSB in Atlanta, um, my good friend Malloy from time to time to time would have a witch on the program. Oh, really? I, it was fast. It was fascinating conversation. And you know what? One of the I don't think I don't think there's much of that air check material left anymore, and that's a shame because uh, to have tuned into Mike Malloy on a weeknight, say between nine and midnight was just an absolute it, it, it was it was it was a delight was this like before he went to chicago oh yeah yeah this would yeah. be like 1986 1987 oh oh years ago that many yeah. years ago yeah what because you, i would listen you? i would listen to him um when i was on my way home from work at cnn ah yeah okay like one of for my first radio job in 73 it was like an hour's drive from my parents' house, which I was where I was still living, I was like 19 at the time, and I would get off at midnight and take the hour drive 
you know, from Prince Frederick, Maryland, back to Alexandria. And after six hours of music, you know, even middle of the road music, uh, I wanted talk. I didn't want to, I didn't want to hear anything uh, uh, music wise after six hours of it, night after night. And what, there was some show that I used to listen to, which was, it wasn't Art Bell. It was, God, I can't even think it's been so long ago. Oh, I know what, what one of the things I would listen to, uh, WWDC, a, a, a DC area radio station from midnight to 1230 would run Garner Ted Armstrong. Oh, dear God. Oh, and God, he was a, t back when I used to hear him, he seemed to be one of the most, I didn't like his daddy, Herbert W., but I liked Garner Ted. And he always seemed to fascinate me for some reason with some of the weird-ass shit that he would talk about. Ambassador College in Pasadena, California, presents, what was it, The Hour of Truth? No, it wasn't The Hour of Decision. That's Billy Graham's deal. Decision time? No, it was... Um, Hour of Power? No. No, it was... Um, well, anyway, it, the old Garner Ted would rant for a half hour about whatever was on his mind. And it was just unlike anything I'd ever heard uh, before because... He Before you like, found this program, yes. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't like uh, all the other uh, religions were false religions, and uh, Ambassador College was the school, but the church was a worldwide Church of God, founded in the twenties or thirties by Daddy Herbert W. Armstrong, who I didn't care much for. He was an old crank, <laughs> in my estimation. But even he, in his own way, was interesting. God, you've got me free associating. I don't know what to do. I just you, and that. But when you brought up ba 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 the love sponge, I just uh, I thought, now there's a name from the past. There's indeed a name from the past which I had never heard of until. There was a guy named Dave in the D.C. area, I believe in Western Virginia, who had a website about radio, the radio business in the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area. And that's where I first heard tell of Bubba. That's where I heard that he was kicked off the air and weren't never coming back. But anyway, I'd say Bubba Nagila, Paula Say her name one more time. Anna Paulina Luna. Anna Paulina Luna. And I'm sure she is going to be an absolute nut job. No, she's in Congress though. That was the yeah. other thing. Yeah, this is she. This is this is her. Um, what area? What part of the country? Oh, she's from she's from Florida. Oh well, see that explains it then. Yeah, that uh, a lot of strange characters. Have gone to the House and Senate from Florida. But anyway, there was something else that you were talking about that got me to thinking, and this is why I should always take notes. And I didn't do it, and I just could kick myself. But I'm too comfortable in the in the old lounge chair. And see, Anna Paulina, and, and this is this is not. I'm, I'm, Anna Paulina Luna is going to get a lot of attention. Well, obviously, I mean, not no, not just because of the witchery and, you know, when did she stop? You know, never mind. 
she's also beautiful. And the, so that means that means that Marginal Trailer Queen and Clammy Oakley are going to hate her. Well, yeah, because they're because they're, because it's all seventh grade over in that caucus, and you know they're the they're they're the they're the mean girls at the cafeteria table by the door. Yeah, but they're supposedly good Christians, and they can't abide. Yeah, that that means that means they're good because uh, Anna Paulina Luna is also not terribly, terribly, terribly pale. Oh, oh. Well, yeah, yet another reason for them not to like her. You see, right. But the, the, the okay, I remember the other thing that you were talking about, the, the, the witch general, the general. The witch finder witch. general, yes. Yeah, as I, I thought there for a while that you were talking about, because it's a similar company, a company with a similar name with general in it that insures automobiles. I thought maybe she had a deal where she insured brooms. You know, against accidents and running into trees. And, yeah, I know, but aren't you know. they all deep down inside? Huh? That's the Bugs Bunny line. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I, I, uh, general insurance of some sort, I don't know, a little guy in a mustache and a helmet. You know, I need to actually revise that line now, Scott. Which one? The Bugs Bunny line. It, now, when I use it now, it has to be, yeah, I know, but aren't we all deep down inside? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I know I know he didn't mean to, but Ron just asked, do either of you gentlemen remember, Ron, we've been, um, do either of you remember Alan Handelman? He was a younger Art Bell type. He did shows about UFOs and witches and psychics and stuff. I, I don't. know of him. But, but what, that raises, what he... whatever happened to Jeff Rents? Oh, he's still around. Uh, is it? My friend uh, John Barber is on with him once a month. So he's still doing his gig out of what, Vegas? I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah, John Barber's on there, I think, the first Friday, the first Sunday in um, in the month. Uh, he's on with Rents. I think the first Friday, as I recall. But where does he, where does he work out of? Who? Um, uh, well, I, I don't. I don't know that Alan Handelman's doing. Um, oh, Alan ha Handelman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ron's using the Ron's using the past tense. So. Oh. May have been a while back. The, the big broadcast booth in the sky, perhaps, or. I don't know. Well, so it, it, maybe the Horn ad hoc research department would like to take that on. Well, there's plenty of work to be done along those lines, like. Uh, <laughs> woman in Florida in Congress that I thought her name was Hava Nagila. I mean, well, oh, and, and by the way, while we're at it, uh, just so we can paint a more thorough and accurate picture of Representative uh, Hava Nagila, uh, while she, like I said, I know it's still funny, isn't it? Uh, when she was running for office, naturally, because she, she's a maggot and because she's pretty, um, she put on a little, um, what, um, gingham dress. No, sort of, no, it's, it's a button. It's a little button front cami top and she stood and, you know, she kind of mussed her hair a little bit and she stood in front of an American flag holding an assault rifle in each hand. 
<laughs> there you go. That's American. Yeah. Got it. It got her elected almost immediately. Yeah. Well, I've not, I, this is the first time hearing of her. She's is she on any committees? Well, she hasn't or, even been sworn in yet. Yeah, see, nobody's on any. She's she's, she's there. You know, she's there with uh, uh, George Santos. Well, there's there there was one controversy. I mean, nobody's I, been sworn in. I hadn't I hadn't even considered this, but one of the Congress people was talking about: Are we going to get paid? Well, no, that, the the Congress critters will get paid, but if they don't get this done in ten days, the GOP staff gets hung out to dry, and maybe the Democratic staff too. Well, what do you mean by staff? Do you mean the, the people on the individual staffs? Yeah, I'm talking about, you know, your legislative aides, your people who are there on fellowships, your um, the, your chief of staff, your comms person. Well, that won't do. Right. And, and uh, well, I don't know if you caught this earlier today, but it, it, it made me a little bit, well, a lot nauseated. Um, Scott Perry of Pennsylvania is one of the one of the maggots who are you know the dead enders, you know he's a never caver. One of the one of the twenty. Yeah. We got to think of a name for that group. And the, it was see the thing is on deep background here, it was actually Perry who who introduced uh, Julius Geezer to and you'll probably remember this name Jeffrey Clark. Who he wanted to appoint to be acting attorney general oh, yeah, yeah. over the fake election plot, and one hopes he will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Um, if, that, if that had gone through, what a fucking nightmare that was! And he, I guess, was talking to Mark Meadows and said, to "Representative Perry followed up and says, Mark, you should call Jeff. I just got off the phone with him, and he explained to me why the principal deputy won't work, especially with the FBI. They will view it as not having the authority." To enforce what needs to be done. That's what Adam Kinzinger said. Uh, but, well, today, when Perry got up to nominate Byron Donalds some more, uh, he, uh, he said, uh, In the same way that Abraham Lincoln has become everybody's grandfather, Oh, no, that's a different person. No. Uh, what, Scott? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Scott, Perry, Scott Perry brought up uh, Frederick Douglass. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, as, as part of the nominate, nominating speech, and I did love it that yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Natalie Baptiste over at Huffington Post said, I believe bringing up Frederick Douglass on the House floor counts as CRT. Sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, these people. Well, the, the, the thing that prompted me to call was somebody on one of the sound bites that you played earlier in the program they were talking about stuff they were going to be doing next week. You mean this is going to go into a, a, a new week? This goes on this, until they have a speaker. 
Oh my God! There is there, there is not a damn thing that can be done in the in the House of Representatives until they have a speaker. Uh, they they can't they can't go to lunch. They can't do diddly. How about squat? Uh, uh, squat is also out. Oh fuck! Yeah. Fuck! I mean. Double oh, and and I've no, done it again. Uh, well, well, but while I've got, I've I've done it again. Uh, I was about to leave somebody hanging out to dry on the stress line. I got to do. I, I got to put it up or something. Where's people? Don't can... you have a, a a light that blinks in the up on the studio? Wall yeah. No, no, and we don't have an on air sign either. And I've always wanted one of those. Oh, you need one of those old school on air. Yeah. It has on air and standby. Those. Uh, yeah, and it's just two. It's just two. Jobs. It's just two naked bulbs. Or, or the yeah, the Chrome Art Deco one. Let's find out who's on the stress line. Hey, welcome to the program. How y'all doing? Hey, Jerry, Jerry. what's up, man? I was just talking, having literally Jerry, talking one of the best moments. I know. I, I have a story where I did Ask the Good Witches. It is literally the best story oh, ever. I want to hear this. Oh, absolutely. This one. And, no, and, and yeah, hey, no, your, your, your call is solid this evening, so don't move. Oh, yeah. Five by five, as we say in the old radio biz. On a Wednesday night, okay. I had a funnier joke, but I was like, no, the, the, the witches with Aspen story. You don't have a better story. That is like literally one of your best stories ever. You have to tell it in multiple parts. Yeah, that's it. We got to wipe out the, uh, <laughs> woo, ha <laughs> All right, we'll get to that because that's content. It is literally, that story has everything. That. That story is go. Oh, that's why they call them scary. Why the the witch and acid story? Anyways, yes. Uh, the end result. I did acid, but actual witches. And me, who knew better, I broke the number one rule of acid, which is if you don't taste anything, it's real shit. As an evangelical <laughs> who did acid with witches, that was the night I officially uh, lost my mind, and it was glorious. But that's not even why I called. There's a meme online where there's a person poking a stick to some kind of being going, come on, do that thing you do. Come on, come on, do, do that thing you do. The Republicans are terrifying me. Do that thing you do. Uh, assault weapons in, in, in national parks, vaping everywhere, crypto, uh, truck nuts, anti-woke. I mean, get your pants on, you know, uh, bless them, anti-abort. Do that, do that Republican thing. Go grab, steal, come on, you won. I, I mean, you smell George Santos across the the, the finish line. Uh, I mean, um, to be honest with you, I, I, I respect. <laughs> I'm not even mad. Hello. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're listening. Rapt attention. Well, I got a question about the yeah, acid not... with. I got a question, Jerry, about the acid with the witch. Was it like? Yeah. Win- window pane, purple micro dot, orange barrel, what? Something in a dropper. It, oh, it's one oh. of those classic Florida man stories where the somebody goes, stuff. somebody goes, no, no, don't, don't do that, don't do that, yeah. don't really, no, no, no. <laughs> Why do and one you go, drop really? when, when two drops are? Well, I didn't taste anything. No, that 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 um, that that's one of those respect that some of the 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 old the old hippies used to say. You get to the point, you only need one, one tab. That'll, that'll, that'll get you back. Um, yeah, because yeah, you'll break the acid thing and then 
you, you mess with anything even remotely later, the, the, the door will leak open again. Oh, yeah, that thing. I, I'll, I'll move along my business, sir. Thank you very much. And that's what liberals do. We go on adventures and um, we learn something. We have fun. And if the opportunity comes up to do act, real action, I mean, just the possibility of real action, number one, but to hit the jackpot. And they were down to do crazy shit, and I fucked up because I did too much action. That's a great story. And that's not even the best part. How y'all doing? Just having a blast. Absolutely. I mean, watch the circus all day, just like I watched the circus all day yesterday. And you know, and now, you know, three, three, hour, three hours of recapping the red noses and floppy shoes and fright wigs. But go, but no, get your shit together. Really, Republicans? This is terrifying to me. We're at a moment in time where we can, we're whipping everybody's ass on productivity and infected and blah, blah, blah. And we can, you know, create a little survivable bubble for the next 20, 30 minutes. They can't put speaker 20, 30 years and, and fix the immigration thing and fix the power thing. Because obviously there's people shooting shit up. So we got to take a, a different look at everything. And, um, I, you know, I was thinking, Back in my old hacking days, people actually talked about blowing up power stations. And, and that's exactly how you knew when, who in line you were in line with. You were like, no, that's crazy shit. That's something funny. And you'll deserve it. Fuck you. I'm going to like just hang up the phone or just get out the car right now because I don't want nothing to do with that. Did you find out or heard they caught two of those guys, I guess, in Washington? No, I didn't. Did they catch two of them? They caught two of them. They look exactly like you thought they would. They're like, holy shit, it is worse than you can imagine. Uh, have a stiff drink around because they're like wearing full military shit. It's, it's frightening. You're like, wow. This is one these of those moments as an adult I am not enjoying. Th- these are the alleged power station gear. guys? Yeah, not alleged. Those motherfuckers oh. did it. They look like those those type of guys. Do you mean do you mean those you know, Nazi the, uh, those Nazi type of guys? They had that Nazi look to them, yeah. I'm like, wow, bro, what is so broken in your life that you're blowing up power stations and taking out power? You know what they're going to do with you? First of all, you got caught doing it. Ooh, you you shouldn't be doing it, but you got caught doing it. That's two different crimes. Where where did that happen? And, and, Was that in North Carolina or or? Um... It happened everywhere. They've been and the, the whole what 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 the the Republicans are doing is on brand of what's going on in the country, and it's really fucked up. They don't want anything to work because black people. Why do you have assault weapons, black people? Why did you January six, black people? That's literally all it's come down to. What's wrong at the border, brown people? Well, it's interesting you would bring that up because I'm looking at a story right now, Jerry. Uh, you know, one of the one of the never covers is the insane maggot Andy Biggs. He's from Arizona, Stan. Uh, he he was part of trying to overturn uh, the Constitution, and n- now he's uh, he's 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 being pissy because the Democrats are voting are, are voting in unity. You know, all 212 Democrats are right there, right there, right there, right there. And they're not changing. And they know that they've got to present a united front so that the Republicans will continue to hurt themselves. 
This is not one of those places where you want to reduce self-harm. We want You want the Republicans to just absolutely tear themselves to pieces. But, you know, Andy, Andy Biggs, Andy, hold on, Andy Biggs, being the maggot that he is, knows whose fault it is that, that the Republicans don't have a speaker. We won't guess. I'll just let you hear it. Who is their leader? They just elected, the Democrats just elected Hakeem Jeffries, a, a leftist, uh, to, to be their leader. Now, now Hakeem and I have actually worked together on legislation. And, and uh, so we've, we have points of agreement. But the one point that we don't have is the overall path to go forward. He got elected because the Congressional Black Caucus supports him. They are going to burn the place down if any Democrat dis- were to walk over and say, I'm going to support Kevin McCarthy. That just will not happen. Yeah. The- point of order, Senator. Burn the place down in reference to someone supported by the Black Caucus. What the fuck is this? Sixty-eight all over again? <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's 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 the it's the House. It's, it's the House of Representatives as Watts. Subliminal much? Yeah. Well, racist much? He's a stone cold racist. He's a maggot, of course. Who's who was talking? I, I didn't get that. T- that was Andy Biggs, the maggot, oh, uh, the, the maggot oh. uh, terrorist from in, uh, from Arizona. Say no more. Winking or not, it's just the same. Yeah, but I mean, really, Robin? Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Robin. I don't know if somebody said this or it popped into my mind. Prepare for this. Um, how do I say this? Bobblehead Hobbit. Oh, bo- bo- Bobblehead Hobbit? Yes, I thought of a, some kind of sex doll where her head was like, you know, looked like... Oh, no, no, no not a sex doll, Jerry, not a sex doll. Not a, like no, a little, a, like a bobblehead, but a sexually, a sexual, not a sex doll, a bobblehead, where you, like, you did it and it would look like Lauren Bobert giving head. And I, you, you said something like that, I almost lost my head and fell down and got hit by a bus. It was terrible. Did you say ooh, that or did I say ooh, that? Ooh, Jerry, head? Jerry, ooh, people are eating. It's Lauren Bobblehead Boobert? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Bobblehead Hobbit. Bobblehead Hobbit. Lauren Bobblehead Hobbit. Hobbit, like uh, Yeah, Hobbit. no, I got you. I got you. It's terrible, and it's funny because she's a hobbit, and this hobbit is terrifying. Well, there's probably going to they're hey, gonna open I, I, up a I, chain of, of recovery places. If you've got the hobbit habit, we can help. She struck $137,000 dick. That caught me. I heard that last year. I was like, oh, wow. Because she showed up. All of a sudden, she had a campaign account. and had like a quarter million dollars in it. It's like magical, kind of like George Santos. It's some shit. It's a it's a Wild Wild West. Uh, the guys, the secret agents on the train shit. The Civil War has been like rebooted, man. And we're looking point of point of order, Senator Robin. Mm, yes. A- am I tripping? And nobody told me. <laughs> I I'm now, I have the to... most. Epic line in my whole life I had to share with you today. It was kind of like a, a reboot password on consciousness that I sent literally decades ago. 
And it literally was, you're in the stress business. And business is booming. And suddenly I remembered everything. Got a quantum leap feel and vibe that I, I, I fully intend to express. Sometimes when I feel like I do, I feel like a time travel. You try to explain that to a um, psychologist or mental health. And they look at you funny. And they start writing really fast, and I start going really fast. And then you know what? They're holding you down, stabbing you. They go like, stab over the needle, throw him in the room. I thought about that today. I actually came up with funny things about my three Florida Man episodes in the month of November. And I was actually grateful that they turned out as well as they did because I was like, <laughs> I, I finally came up with a joke. I was like, oh no, a Florida Man has obviously been doing Florida things, just having a Florida moment. What will we do? We've never seen this before. They had a routine. I worry when they, when they've got their little pad of paper and they're sitting there listening intently, not saying a word, and they punctuate the silence every so often with "hmm, yes, I see." Go on. Yeah, do that. Or their eyes get word. really fucking big, and they ask you about drugs that nobody's heard of. Have you heard of Bialzapam? Is that deal? No. Five hundred dollars for you. We get it for a dollar. What do you say, Robin? No, I'm not saying anything. You okay with that? You're not doing no, anything what did he say? Anyway. I, did he say Beelzebub? No, Beelzebub. What was it? Something something <laughs> a Pam. It's a, panel, a it's a panelite. Diazepam. That's like uh, Valium, isn't it? Yeah. No, I just I made up uh, some kind of new uh, pharmacom designer drug that eventually makes your dick fall off and you fuck your granny. But, you know. Everybody will act like it's not happening for 18 months, just like America does with everything else. You'll see it happening, but no. And then somebody will be on Facebook, and it's suddenly a thing. You know, it's been going on two and a half years, whatever the fuck it is. Well, I will That's a say lot of this. words, but that all made sense, didn't it? Huh? I, I, will, I will say this for the record. I hope there's not a quiz, because I'll, I'll just blow it completely off the map. I mean, I'm trying to keep up, and I... I'm well, I mean, th th this was off the rails from, from the moment of Representative Havanagila forward. Well, yeah, that's true. This I, is some Hunter S. Thompson shit. Kind of is. I was thinking that, or, 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 or you know, you mentioned uh, being a time traveler. Uh, the thing that immediately came to uh, came to mind for me was that that line. Listen, Billy Pilgrim has come unstuck in time. Yes. Perfect. That's what I feel like. A user Speech. trans person would probably understand that. <laughs> Excuse me, kids. But, Speaking of date and time, today's January 4th. Is that right? It is. Do you know whose birthday? There's this, so many uh, crazy things that have happened already in four days. <laughs> do, do, do you know whose birthday uh, what is January 4th, 1880? No. January 4th, 1880. Who do we talk about? Who who do I talk about from time to time? Good old Aunt Emma. Uh, who's that guy? Oh, Aunt Emma, yes. January fourth, eighteen eighty. You actually had Aunt Emma? Yes, I did. A great great Aunt Emma. She was that a wild so child. Cool. She was something else. You know what you know what I really I'm really jealous of white people about? What? This is harmless. 
ancestors. And they're usually known who everybody was and getting to track them down and having access to records and things that you can look at and such. I think stories. What, Jerry, seriously, what's up with your family tree? That's, uh, that's an, uh, we haven't even got to the witches and acid. We're going family tree. Oh, yeah, I'm still that brings me to my joke. with the witch. <laughs> that brings me and to my joke. No, I was having a George Santos. I was like, oh, my God, they elected George Costanza as a fucking Repub- uh, uh, a representative, and he pulled it the fuck off. This is hysterical. I need to write this. Or you should be out. Oh, well, shit. this is this. Well, I just realized. Here's a here's a thing for you, Scott. I just realized this. Um, Aunt Emma and my grandfather Kincaid shared a birthday. So 1880, same year and everything. No, no, this was 1894. He would have. He, he was January 4th. Yeah. Uh, so what did with 100, 106, 109? He'd be 129 today. I figured she was like a, would, have, would have been 144 if I figured the math right. 1880 to this year would be yeah. 103. 143, 143. Uh, 33. I mean. Oh, and by the way, we. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 a gummy and a half in. You're, we're doing math over here, really? After seven? Come on, <laughs> yeah. I'm. A, I'm. Wait. That, okay. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a gummy and a half in. That, that was cowbell worthy, Jerry. Uh, and by the way, uh, since we were went down the radio rabbit hole, uh, do y'all remember Lady B asks Bob Dearborn and Nighttime America? I loved Art Bell, hate George Norrie. Also remember in the seventies yeah, listening to CBS Radio Mystery Theater with Hyman Brown as a kid. Oh, oh yes. I listened to a lot yes. of CBS yes. Radio Mystery Theater. You know, they, all those programs are online. I think if you Google CBS uh, Mystery Theater, whatever it was. It was good. Oh, it was excellent. And you know who was on it a lot? was Agnes Moorhead, the mother-in-law from Bewitched. And she was in that Orson Welles movie, uh, Citizen Kane. Yes. And Agnes Agnes Moorhead was beautiful. Oh, she was a number back in the day. Even even as an older woman, I thought she was quite fetching, striking, you know. Yeah, the the, the makeup on Bewitched was just so over the top, and that was the era of horrifying blue eyeshadow. (laughs) Oh, since you – do you have any background at all in television, Robin? Here's a serious question about color television. Um, Not much. I I, I was a switcher in a TV station for a little while. there was something about the quality of the color on color TVs from the 50s into the 60s and even the early 70s that seemed unnatural uh, compared to color on sets today. It was like. Oh, I, well, I think just because, you know, with the beginning of with the introduction of plasma TVs and then on into flat screens and now it's like the, you know, 72.8 K UHD. Uh, the color palettes are just so much richer. I mean, but I didn't know whether it was an electronic uh, uh, effect. Well, look at look at look at. Uh, I mean, even in well-preserved color photos from like the seventies, just photographs. Uh, all all of that was you know, developing co- developing color. It was not easy. 
No, no. You know, I'm at least you know, in a, able to do it. you know, in a in a dark room when you're when you're developing black and white, you can at least have a little red light in there so you can. It's got to be damn dark to do color. I mean, yeah, there's no way to. to it's got to be. You know what? It has to be dark to do the craziest shit. That's the funny thing about the dark, and that goes back to acid is witches. But it's acid witches Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Anybody remember? Well, we got our first color TV. Do you remember color printers? Uh, Sure. The the original ones, the wax impression ones. Oh no! I remember 3M copiers that had a rather tacky feeling to the images back in the '60s or '70s. I, I was literally. I went to. I went to every cell phone store today because I want to buy a nice cell phone. And I was like, oh, my God, they're all the exact same size, the exact same thing, and there's just nothing different. It's all the exact same. I'm going to pick a phone. Oh, that, that, that Samsung flip phone and the Samsung fold phone, those two things are absolutely that, beautiful. I don't know if they're any good, but they're beautiful. Well, that, I, I picked, if I won the lotto, uh, uh, the big flip uh, Samsung. Because the, the lady, the first person who actually I remember giving actual customer service, it's notable, as I've been to a cell, uh, you know, just to the trying to buy a cell phone. She goes, "No, this has an extra brightness switch." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I go, two thousand dollars, I'd buy it just because of that if I had the money. Two thousand dollars for a phone? Hell yes! It has an extra. It has an. It flips out Star Trek style, Scott. Once you once you get what's going on, like, oh no, I need that. Oh, it's like a Star Trek a- phone. Not a tricorder, but a, a, a like a, a, a communicator. Communicator, yeah. Well, you know what I want? No, for, it's like more. It's more next generation. It's a foldable screen. I'm That's waiting amazing. for a, and they got it to work. I'm waiting for a cell, cellular shoe phone. Yeah, because like Maxwell the, smart. The, the the sport no, like the Sports Illustrated sneaker phone or whatever that thing was, back in the yeah. And if you order now, we'll give you the sneaker phone. You know, you know who I feel bad for, Robin, on the record here is whoever's doing the transcript of the show tonight. They won't have a chance. When they get no, to the we, call we, portion. Wow. Oh, well, the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Represent, representative of an To Merkel Press. I actually had any alcohol right now. I drink some, some cola products and some tequila and salute the old empire. I can't believe what the fuck's going on. They're, they're going to try to dismantle the whole Ukraine thing. So I'm like, really? Really? Y'all on the Russian side? Bro, what the fuck are we doing here? Well, we gotta have, we gotta have one more giggle on the way out this evening. And by the way, thanks to everybody who jumped in and, and, uh, answered. The anonymous two-for-one challenge. Thank you so much. That's tremendous. Oh, uh, that's what I was going to tell you, Robin. If I can find my, my password for the PayPal, I was going to help out a little because I've been sort of remiss on that. But no, I you're fine. Scott, you've been in the hospital and shit. Don't worry. Oh, well, shoot. You know, I, I've been in this. the hospital, and it was, and, and, and me and Scott had totally – White man, black man experiences. It was hysterical. I finally came up with a joke today. I'm like, How's oh, you didn't food, die Jerry? and you still have a house? Dude, 
Huh? How was the food at your hospital? You know what? When you got the right thing, it wasn't terrible. There was more of a control thing going on. They're like, you're crazy. You better act like, um, behave. Or we're going to make life harder for you. I'm like, oh, wow, this place is terrible. Everybody was nurse ratchet. I was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I was going to ask you if there was a nurse ratchet on the staff. <laughs> Everybody was nurse ratchet. I was like, wow. And, um, yeah, it, it, to be honest, it's taken uh, about 50 days if I mark time to integrate that and, and recover from that. That was, and it happened three times. Because I was in the system, and it's like, we don't give a fuck. We're going to cage you. We're going to, like, shoot bugs into you. Deal with it. <sighs> Whatever happens to your life. And a lot of it was wrong. There was, out, of what, out of the whole cocktail, there was one of whatever the fuck that was that I got some benefit from. And it was all, like, without consent. And those are just Republican things. Well, I wanted, like I said, I wanted us to, I wanted us to have one, one last giggle on the way out the door. And by, and, and Lady D, by the way, says what Scary Jerry said earlier. Us black folks cannot travel uh, our ancestry back as far and as extensively as white folks can, who kept the records. And midwives could be up to a week late turning in your birth certificate. Yeah, yeah, because that that's that's part of that's part of the that's part of the theft. Theft of labor, theft of wealth, theft of dignity, and theft of a sense of self and place. Um, and Lady B also uh, said this this we, this website is glorious. Talk about a rabbit What's hole. That? Radio giants galore, and just twenty dollars for six months of listening. I think realradio.com. R e e l r a d i o dot com. Air checks all over the place. Isn't that the one? Isn't that the site that has the Rush Limbaugh, Jeff Christie, air check? Uh, probably. They've got everybody, Robin. I haven't uh, uh, used it for some years, but I remember finding old Hudson and Landry tapes from Los Angeles from the seventies. And uh, uh, wow, up up in San Francisco, uh, God, what was his name? He was Doctor. I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Jerry. I I spaced it. I spaced the name. Well, no, I uh, I got another note from uh, uh, Lady B. Said, "Tell Scary Jerry he's a voodoo child, too dangerous for me. But if we did hook up, he'd be my favorite mistake. Get thee behind me, Satan." <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, not today, Satan. <laughs> Oh wow. God! This well, I, I feel like Chuck Woolery, and this is Love Connection or something. <laughs> no, that was great. That's literally <laughs> one of the best uh, interactions I've had in the last 300 days. Last year was a nightmare. I, I was having a chuckle, a chuckle with someone. They go, "How's your New Year?" I go, "I'm still giving 2022 little things." <laughs> I gave 2022. Fuck you! Oh my God! What a year that was. Yeah, um, let's see, what else? Oh, Randy Radar says, my grandfather always had the latest gadgets in the late 1960s. He was a fan of uh, Trek TOS, and my brother and I used to go over to his place just to watch it in color. Ooh, yeah. The original Star series. Trek, 
was the most, it's still one of the most amazing shows of all time. Just for uh, Pity and Deirdre Forever. That's just one of the best hours of TV ever. Is that is that the one with they didn't John have to Collins? Do anything else. Where they go back to yeah. like Chicago? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have to do another damn thing. I, I, I uh, you were talking about things that make you have a cry. That made me have a cry. I would have fucked the hell out of Joe Collins. <laughs> and that's what was going on out there with Kurt. Things might have turned out different. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't be upset. Kurt gave him a look. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at that. That's epic television. I'm sorry if, if some some are uh, insulted. Are you laughing? I thought that was funny. Hello? We're all here. And, uh, and the Star Trek. And you played Rathacon. Oh, my God. Well, I kind of had to. I was going tw- 24 hours ago. I was going bad V. In here. I, I was quoting that. Right. That, you know, that movie, the new movie they made that they called Khan, where literally my only problem with the movie is you can't call it Khan because that's not Khan. Because Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan, is one of the top thousand cinema whatever made of all time. Because the simple premise of we did a thing 30 years ago. Yeah, that thing, yeah, that turned out terrible. That guy we did that thing to, yeah, he hates us. He's coming for us. What a plot. Oh, that motherfucker? Shit. You can't beat that story. You shouldn't have tried. No. And uh, as, we, as we leave this evening, another case of Republican outrage. Because they get, they get outraged so easily. And now, of course, they're outraged by Joy Behar on The View. She said what a lot of us have been thinking. I told our pal Chris in Germany earlier today that uh, watching all of, uh, watching the circus in the house, the schadenfreude has gotten thick enough to spread on, on toast. Um, but Joy Behar said, I had a little what they call schadenfreude watching this. I sort of enjoyed that they're in such disarray because they deserve it. It was nice that they took a break from destroying the country and started to turn on each other. I was reading one time about turtles, and apparently if you have turtles in an aquarium and then you don't feed them well enough, they'll start to eat each other. And that's what's going on in Congress right now. And I'm not just talking about Mitch McConnell when I'm talking about turtles here. I'm talking about all of them. And that's the point. Go, and, and, go and, steal. And, and, do and yeah, and then, what are you doing? Yeah, and, but then if leftists really believed hate speech was harmful, the view would be off the air. The view is all about hate. Really? So cannibal, cannibal turtles? That's, that's hate speech? Democracy scares communists. Prime example right here. Well, once again, there's no democracy taking place because the person with the most votes has not won. Six times one person has gotten more votes than everybody else, and six times that person is not Speaker of the House. Um, and, and by the way, we we uh, uh, we talked a little bit of, uh, I earlier. Can't believe, 
I can't uh, believe Kevin McCarthy's not figured out yet. We we talked earlier uh, because there was some misunderstanding about the uh, the the uh, present votes. Uh, Stephen New York corrected himself and said present votes count towards a quorum. They do not count in the actual vote tally. Sorry about being a bulldog here. Just fucking weird enough to find these esoteric things interesting. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, all they have to, if, if I understand Steve correctly and I understand what I was hearing earlier correctly, they don't have to, we don't need somebody to come over and vote for Hakeem Jeffries. Just vote present. Just vote present. Yeah, well, I'm mad AOC spoke to, up. That doesn't mean you have to get him a present. You, you know, just you, vote you like, just vote the same way that Victoria Spurts did. I was like, fuck it, AOC for Speaker of the House. I can roll with that. Then they get off their ass. It's too much too soon. What do you think? Uh, she, she's not seasoned. She's got to be. You, it takes a while to. I mean, it, we're sitting here blown. We're sitting here not understanding how they got. But she's smart. Sticks around. Builds her power because that's about it's power building. She it's doesn't totally have the power. She doesn't have the power for it. Hakeem Jeffries will do nicely. She's like a relationship, Jeff. Hakeem Jeffries will do nicely. He, he was he was he was Nancy's number two. He literally studied at the foot of the master because He's she will it. go down in history as the greatest speaker of the house of the uh, modern of, of what we call this modern era. Oh, without a doubt of the recorded of the recorded era. I think we should start that doing that around. No, I mean there's there's been there's been yeah, other yeah. there's been other greats, but. She is she is among the greats. I don't know that she will be known as the greatest, but she's awfully damn close. Okay. But hey, I think they're gab- I think they're gaveling back in. So I got to get out of here so we can check that out, and so Podbean won't hate already? me at the end of the month. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o two. So hey, Jerry, have a good you night. Scott. Scott, you have a good night. This you was too. fun. Are you safe out there, y'all? Robin, Jerry, you have a good night as well. I hope, all you out in I hope there was a laugh or two. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm a Florida man doing okay, as a Florida man can. It's doing all right. Liberal down here, but keeping it quiet. Those are some bars. There you go. And it's nice, and it's warm. <sighs> yeah, it was 80 fucking degrees today, and I'm only slightly uh Yeah, I was talking to Miss uh, Ter- I was talking to Miss Terry that. there on the on the on the Alabama Gulf Coast. She said it was uh, near 80 there. Sigh. Well, it was all literally I know- yeah. In closing, is feed your turtles adequately. Otherwise, there's going to be a mess in the turtlearium. Stop bringing in the wisdom. Yeah. I can't believe Andrew Tate's in jail. It's so funny. And it's going to stay there for a while, I think. It's funny. All he had to do was shut the hell up. That's lit. That, you know what? If there's one thing that the younger he's dad, such a weird, sick dude. But I got I got to get out of here, Jerry. I got to get out of here. Get out of here, y'all. We're gonna, we're gonna pick it up tomorrow because there'll be more crazy tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm gonna tune, I'm gonna tune the circus Bye-bye. back in tomorrow. Later, y'all. And so we come to the end of a uh, of the program this prayer meeting Wednesday, this fourth day of January, 2023. Happy 129th birthday to my. Uh, to my grandfather, and here in another seven days, my grandmother would would have been 129 years old. They were born and died. Uh, they were born a week apart, and their death dates, although they were years, decades apart, 
they died within uh, in terms of them that died within a week of each other that way too on the calendar not in the years thanks everybody thank you so much to our patreon and paypal subscribers thanks to our a la carte contributors y'all oh thank you so much I've, we've still got such a, this is going to be a horrifying month um but we're trying trying so hard and thank you for making it possible to try thank you um Thank you to our a la carte contributors. Thank you to each and every one of you who share your precious finite time engaging in the program in whatever manner you so choose. Thanks to our uh, all-volunteer staff. Thanks to uh, Steve and Roger in the chat room. Thank you to our news ninjas. Um, news ninja Gene, uh, that, that article about, and I hope to get to it, that article about um, how the oil industry wants to Get a piece of the action on offshore wind just made my eyes cross. Um, thank you, Brother Deacon Asa, head on dot live. Remember, please, however you listen to this program, like it, share it. Sharing is good too. Like it, share it, subscribe to it, and leave some feedback. It makes Brother Deacon Asa very, very happy when you do that. Remember, brand-new Fresh Malloy on the way, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The best place to listen to the first run of Malloy is head on dot live because no commercials. Thank you, John Fox in Australia. Thank you, Ben Birch, WhiteRoseSociety.org. Thanks to the hardest-working, bravest people I know, the folks at Coal River Mountain Watch, CRMW.net, 20-plus years at the forefront of the struggle for human rights and environmental justice in Appalachia, and a proud union shop. Please stay safe, get your booster, get your flu shot. I got both. Um, wipe down your surfaces to help stop the spread of RSV. It's time to wear that mask again. Because nobody wants, let's, 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 let's try to be a COVID, as, as COVID-free as we possibly can in this unique little radio community. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, use your hand sanitizer. Keep your social distance 15 to 20 feet, like Paul from Parts Unknown says. And, uh, well, if somebody, if, if you see somebody out, out on the street and they're babbling away about, I am not a witch and I did not fuck Matt Gates. Well, avoid that maggot like the plague. Because she maybe knew that she's still a plague. And always, 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 Gina, it's all for you. Later.